has won it all. A week has passed, a new year has come upon us, although I don't know if we actually watched that, uh, that pay-per-view that they aired on Saturday and did content about it. I, oh, and did we do that? Oh, you mean WWE Day 1? Yeah, Oscar, we, who's we pro- also here. We probably did. I mean, like yeah. we would do. Yeah, no, look, it's it's a shame that we've already recorded the best of and that it's after the cutoff, because day one, I am amazed at just how good it was. Oscar, don't lie to the people. Look, you know, I'm just saying, I didn't expect Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss to be one of, to be like one of the most emotionally intense matches I've ever seen. And can you believe that they called up Braun Breaker from NXT and had him uh, beat Finn Balor? Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, that I had. You know, I, I was not surprised by that. I was trying to come up with something good, and then I lost it, so I had to just fucking do that. Sorry. Hey, it's like WWE. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we're anyway, we're talking about things... Thing. Not talking about a thing that definitely happened already, because we're not recording this at 2.18pm on <laughs> December 21st, 2021. Uh, oh shit, there's two Oscars. I'm, this is fucked up. <laughs> Y'all, you know what time it is. I'm still exhausted because we still woke up at 5 in the morning to do that other podcast. It's ProWrestling.Cool's Worst of 2021. The show where we, uh, you know, go over all the bad wrestling that happened and rank them and review them again and give them awards of shame. 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 I'm John, joined by Owen and Oscar. Hello. Guten Tag. We're, we're here to do the other awards that we do. We have a bunch more categories. They're for things that we didn't like. Yeah, if you thought we were upset last time, just wait for this one. Here's where the real fun begins, one could argue. Especially this first category. So we getting right on into it, Owen? Well, first, letting the folks know that we are we have a, we have made these lists and we have to whittle it down to a winner and two runners up. There we can't make any exceptions. Despite you guys keep trying to. I mean, the only exception we really wanted to make was making it very clear that the that the one that didn't win that other category was a very close second. So, so not on the record. Yet. It's in yellow. No, it's, it's not. In, it's in yellow. Element Games is in yellow, and yep. that wasn't even the one I was talking about. Element Games is always in yellow. Let's get down to it. Okay, that it? You're you're done explaining rules? You don't want to tell people to go listen to the best of that we released last week? I feel like they should have already done that. Well, maybe they didn't. Well, so I'll say it. Hey, if you're listening to this and you didn't listen to us uh, do our best of episode, yeah, we released that last week. It's like three and a half hours. It's, it's, it's closer decent to decent content. You want to hear... Two people, three people, who are very tired. Well, I guess just me. I, I was I'm, tired. I was just pretending not to be. I'm not tired because I'm a, I'm a morning person. 
Why aren't you special? I am. It must be fucking nice. Anyway, go listen to that. We'll see you in four hours. Okay, now that you've finished that, and we can move on. Time for our first category, Most Egregious Misuse of Talent. This is the award that we give wrestlers who we, uh, you know, we really like them. We think that they have a lot of upside to them. We think that they're really good. This is not this is not us ragging on the wrestler. This is us ragging on their booking. I, di- I disagree with that covering at least one of these people. Well, true, but we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. The nominees are Bailey, Riddle, Shayna Baszler, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Logan Paul, seriously, Karrion Cross, Io Shirai, Keith, I'm sorry, I mean uh, Bearcat Lee, Dewdrop, Mansoor, Sammy Guevara, Finn Balor, uh, I, there's one, one that isn't on here that I'd like to add, Brian Cage. And uh, finally, Added. Coda Reeves for not being fired in 2020. I feel like that's top three. Uh, it it's refers the- to 2020. It doesn't count for this year. Yeah, but he, the fact that he wasn't fired in 2020 and he was still around 2021, that's the misuse. I think he's got us on a technicality, Owen. Ah, fine. Get rid of it. There's always next time. I mean, look, I'll, I'll hear the argument. I'll make the argument that, hey, Kona Reeves should be top three because how do you not push a guy like Kona Reeves to the fucking moon? Easy. You push him off a cliff instead. But enough about NXT UK. Oh, man. It's not his fault that he's the only one in NXT UK that hasn't sexually assaulted anyone. Wait, it was Kota Reeves... Not anymore because he's fired. Wait, was Kota Reeves actually in NXT UK? They yeah. did send him to NXT UK for a while before taking him off TV again. That's hence, hence why last year he was up there for best rest for best wrestler for being the UK's only non problematic wrestler. Wow, had to do it to him. Um, I think that we can cut Mansoor. Yeah, I think they're using. I them. actually okay. Here's my thing about Mansoor. The reason I think he's misused. That man is far too good to basically only be allowed to have a showcase in Saudi Arabia. He's been being used outside of Saudi Arabia. But I feel... They basically dropped off of him after Saudi Arabia again, to be fair. Like, he got a couple couple more weeks doing shit with Mustafa Ali, but then, you know, they they got bored of Mustafa Ali. As you did. Like, I, I actually think... I actually think that Mansoor is fucking awesome and deserves better. I agree with you that Mansoor does deserve better. I think that, like, look, I I, th- I thought it to the few times that we saw him in NXT, too, that, like, he has a lot of upside to him. He can actually be really good. I just... Look, I, I think that he still has some... He doesn't really have a character. I think he still has something to develop. I think that he was perfect where he was in the undercard role that he was being used in. Mm-hmm. I think that they did a... Can they do more with him? Absolutely. Have they completely dropped the ball with him since then? Absolutely. I think that he was being used... I think that they were doing really well with him, though, in that in that storyline with fucking uh, Mustafa Ali. I thought that was actually, like, one of the more compelling things that they fucking WWE did all year. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. That weird, like, odd couple pairing that they had. 
I'm happy to cut it. I, I just wanted to say my piece that I think Mansoor deserves better. Mansoor deserves better, but I don't... I, he's being misused, but not egregiously, is how I would put it. Yeah. Okay, fair. It's, look, I don't think he's one of the three most misused people on here. Is Sammy Guevara being misused? I definitely understand where Oscar is coming from, of I feel like he is kind of an afterthought with his uh, TNT championship. The matches he's had are pretty good. No, they've definitely been pretty good. Um, so my argument for Sammy Guevara is, I think Sammy Guevara is, I think as John, as John alluded, Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hear you. Oh, okay, 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 sorry. Sorry, I don't want to say anything because I don't want people listening to the podcast to, you know, have the magic dispelled for them. <laughs> well, it's fine. I'm, I'm not editing this. this. This episode's too long. Um, yeah, I think that Sammy Guevara, as I think that Sammy Guevara, to John's point, I think, yeah, his TNT Championship matches have been kind of an afterthought. But, you know, as I was also saying last week, I think, I don't think he's really found his footing as a babyface. I think that Sammy Guevara has never, I think that, I think that AEW kind of doesn't know what to do with Sammy Guevara, especially as a face. And maybe, you know, you can speak to the whole thing of, well, the inner circle are kind of being misused as faces, even though they're so over that they had no choice. But I just find Sammy kind of bland. I agree with you that Sammy's kind of bland, and he's not, like, doing his best stuff now. I, I, I do agree that he's not in a super, like, he's not a great baby face. But I guess my issue is, A, like, yeah, but he's also, like, really over right now. So I think it does make sense that they kind of turned him baby face. And I think it's, you know, the problem is I feel like it's on him to, like, make himself kind of more interesting. Well, I, I think I think I think also part of my issue with that though is that it almost feels like now that they've turned him face, he either it's on him or it's a creative call from AEW. But it's like, well, I can't do anything that made me interesting, so I'm like the blandest white meat person. Not wrong. Um... I don't know. The other thing that I would say, which is why I maybe don't think it really, I don't think he really ranks, is that I feel like part of the problem with Sammy is that I don't think the TNT title is really doing him like any favors. And I, but the thing is, I think that's less of an issue with him or anything, as much as I think it is just they don't really know how to book the TNT championship unless it's like Cody or a dominant on a heel. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of the similar things that we, that I said about Sammy's run of it just being, if a feeling kind of like an afterthought, I would say the exact same thing about Darby's run. Yeah. Fair. I'm willing to cut Sammy. I again, it was a, it, it was a similar. I just want to say my piece here. Fair enough. Okay. 
Uh, hmm. Karrion Cross is. It, we're talking about his main roster run, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross is not a guy I've ever liked, but even I think he deserved better than that. To there just have his gimmick completely changed to some Ascension bullshit and strip him of Scarlet. Yeah, I think it's no a reason. I think I, I think we should hold that one up, you know, near the top. Yeah, I, I think, think so, Keith yeah. Lee is someone that we that. Yeah, Keith Lee deserved better, but also he's not one I mean, of the most. He's not one of the three worst here. I don't think. I kind of think he is though, because like. They changed everything about him. They gave him this terrible new gear. They changed his fucking theme song. They fucking made him stop doing, like, all of the cool acrobatic moves that he did that, like, got him over and made people like him. They gave him this stupid fucking nickname. What are you saying? Bearcats are not cool? I'm saying Bearcats are not cool. Damn. The city of Cincinnati has left the chat. Like, they just changed fucking literally everything about him. And for what? You know what? Yeah, you convinced me. They did that and then released him. Yep. I I think if I were going to do three, I think it would be Bearcat Lee, Karrion Cross, and Bray Wyatt. I think so too, yeah. Ray Wyatt gets in this category every year. And they never yeah. learn their lesson. And now we don't have to worry about because he's never going to wrestle again. He sure isn't. I think Bray Wyatt has to win because they did all that build-up with Randy Orton. They did the whole, oh, he's burnt and he's all, like, you know, disfigured. And then they turn around. He's suddenly back to the way he used to look. And then that finish to that WrestleMania match happened, and we never saw him again. Well, we got one more. Was that really Brace? Which was really weird. Yeah. But that's the last time. Was that really Brace's last match? Yes. One Firefly Funhouse as Sweater Bray, and then we never saw him ever again. And while also basically saying, like, oh, everything is going to be different now. And then it wasn't. Not explaining anything. I'm I'm completely happy with that top three and winner. Yeah. And I feel like it needs to be made clear once again. Bray Wyatt was the top merch seller. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the top merch sellers that they fucking had. And they still fucking couldn't stop meddling with him and let him fucking go. For what?! Because Vince McMahon. That's why. It's fucking crazy how, like, they just cannot leave this incredibly creative person alone to just fucking do his thing and make the money. Especially when he is making the money! It's true. But yeah, they... no lies detected. Vince McMahon is, is power home. You know, he, he's he's... Too precious with his product. It has to be his vision. It can't be anyone else's. 
Hey, John, you want to tell us the winner and the runners-up? Yeah. Um. Well, one last thing that I want to say. Or a couple one other ones, just because we didn't address them. Okay. Uh, Bailey. Look, Bailey's really good. I yeah. don't like this. I don't like this ding dong hello shit. It's dumb. Bailey's really good. I think Bailey's very much into it, though. I know, and it disappoints me. But Bailey's cool. Shayna Baszler deserves better. Finn Balor deserves much better. Brian Cage. Yeah, I I get it. Why I get why they don't really know how to book him because he is like he can do a lot, but he's also weirdly limited. But like. They they should figure out fucking something for Brian Cage to do. Yeah, release him. Let him go to WWE. Uh, he will not pass a wellness test and you know it. <laughs> I know. Congratulations, Bray Wyatt, Runners Up Karrion Cross, and Keith Bearcat Lee. The most egregious misuse of talent. Worst show aesthetic. It's a new category for this year. It is? Okay. Yeah. We The first show on here, we watched, and then I said, we need to add this as a category. Yeah, okay. And, and so it happened. This is the show's whose aesthetic, we, you know, special events wait, that we don't like. Wait, or show. Oscar, did you say the fourth one? The first one. Oh, the first one. Okay. If I say I added the fourth one like just recently. And the nominees are Throwback Episode of SmackDown, NXT 1.0, or as it is referred to here, NXT Dad Metal Edition, NXT 2.0, also known as NXT Color Splash Edition. Ugh, it has a U in there. I hate it. Yeah, I'm I'm against this. NXT Well, maybe you should have written it then. And WWE WrestleMania Backlash. John, let me tell you something. Uh huh. They did in your house again, and they didn't have Johnny Gargano's house. It's fucked up. They didn't have Johnny Gargano's house. How did he get there? It's fucked up. I think it actually makes it in the top three because they didn't put Johnny Gargano's house. Why would you do it in your house if you're not going to put the goddamn house? He lives there. Yeah. It's his home. It's true. Why would you do that to Johnson Rasselman? I think it should be top three. Some say I... that's why he left. Yes, Oscar? My top three is... Okay, first off... Yeah, Throwback Smackdown has to make top three, right? Agreed. 100%. Just like In Your House has to make top three. And then which? And then do we want 1.0 or 2.0 for NXT? Because one of those has to make top three. I I would also agree. 2.0. I, I think I think WrestleMania Backlash was bad because they just put the back the WrestleMania branding on another show that was in the Thunderdome, and it sucked. But it doesn't hang with the other ones. And I think it has to be 2.0. I also think it has to be 2.0. Yeah, but I here's my argument for 1.0. I think you're right that it has to be 2.0, but I will say, I think I think 1.0 with its, like, weird 80s metal Triple H-y Iron Cross aesthetic 
is so much the reason that NXT could not attract a young audience. It's like, it's so painfully what what an over 50-year-old thinks is really cool. Here's my I problem. Com- Here's the thing, Oscar. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you 100%. I do. I don't think that it it's, you know, the thing I will say about NXT 1.0 is that I feel like NXT 1.0 had really good foundations. Sure. It was built on, like, a really good style. Just, like, the black and gold, like, the darkness, like, it just had a fucking cool look and feel to it that... Triple H just went fucking overboard on. And the dad metal thing with, yeah, the big fucking, like, crystal skulls and, and like, fucking screaming for vengeance eagle shit. Like, it was, it was going, like, way to the extreme and going too much. But it was still, like, at its core, it was still, like, the cool thing that it was just, like, going taking it to the lamest degree possible because yeah like you said it's your old metalhead dad trying to be cool Mm -hmm. again and trying to be young and hip but like just doing what he liked nxt 2.0 is the exact same thing of a very old man trying to be cool and hip but instead of like you know doing the shit that like he would like so it has like some authenticity and passion to it, which you know, say what you will about NXT 1.0 and how fucking garish it was, and it sure was garish. It felt like Triple H thought that was the coolest shit ever. NXT 2.0 feels like a show made by really old people that are just focus grouping shit. It's like, ah, oh, this is this is what the kids are gonna like, right? Okay, fair. Yeah, the other show, it's got these bright. This gets got rainbow colors and exploding things. We can do that, pal. I, I kind of feel like it has that has to be the third one and the winner. No, Throwback SmackDown's the winner. At Throwback least SmackDown I is the winner. At least I understand the bad focus group aesthetic and what it's trying to go for. I don't know what the fuck Throwback SmackDown was going for. Listen, they I had, they had to- the fist. No, they didn't in digital form. <laughs> They had the fist in digital form. It's the best they can do. I it, hate, I hate the aesthetic of NXT 2.0. I really do. I think it's <laughs> it's stupid. I think it it looks idiotic. I think it is. It makes me like the show less. With all that said, at least it is an aesthetic. It is an aesthetic that they are consistent with, and it matches the tone of the show that they are going for. Do you remember the fucking aesthetic of Throwback Smackdown? Of people of using 80s graphics <laughs> for a show that didn't exist until the 90s? Oh yeah. And like using fucking like the the a Smackdown theme from like the mid 2000s. That fucking shit was all over the place and didn't make any sense. Uh I I think that I think what happened was Fox was doing a Throwback Week like that is what happened. Stuff. Yeah, that is what happened. I, I know. I, I'm telling the audience at home. And then they and they pushed WWE to do it, and they didn't have any fucking idea, so they just threw this together. And it's awful. And you're right. I just wanted to talk shit on the the NXT 2.0 stuff, but obviously, Throwback SmackDown is the winner. 
And yeah, let's this category it. wouldn't exist without Throwback SmackDown. They should do it again. They should do it again. Well, now it's a throwback to Throwback SmackDown. Exactly. And that makes it okay. Congratulations, Throwback episode of SmackDown. You're fucking awful. Runners-up are NXT 2.0 and NXT TakeOver in your house. Yeah. Worst special event and or debut. Special entrance and or debut. You're right. Special entrance. Whatever. Sorry, I was having to look at my work laptop while reading that. Yeah, special one-off entrances for pre- folks that they don't normally do. Or the debut. Of, oh. of, or, or a wrestler's debut. True. Yeah. And the nominees are Miz and Morrison entered to a bad song in Adam Rose's Bunny from WrestleMania 37 Night 1. Rhea Ripley is a totally screamed to the ring by Ash Costello oh, from God. WrestleMania Night 2. Ray and Dominic Mysterio enter through the Aztec Stargate with worse special effects than a 90s television show from WWE Money in the Bank. I didn't hate it. The dude from Fozzie plays an instrumental version of Judas that sounds like trash. Oh, God. From AEW All Out. Look how they've massacred my boy Kaze Nidare from the September 8th episode of Dynamite. God. The inspiration are awkwardly lip-synced to the ring by Wish Maria Kanellis <laughs> from Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory. Fozzie Man is back, now with Britt Baker for some reason. Wait, that from happened? Eight. I think it actually was a different guitar player. No, it wasn't. They called out as it's the guitarist from Fozzie. <laughs> I Why? think was it a different was No, it it's it's guitar? the same one. They explicitly mentioned on commentary that it's the same one. Okay. He was Why redeeming was he... himself. I mean, yeah, because he was better with the Britt Baker one. That's Probably because he, he put less stank on it. And he was just like allowed to jam or something. But anyway, we're missing one, which is Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole come out to unrecognizable songs and their names in white on black backgrounds. NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, Night 2. Oh my god, John, do you remember when that happened? We were just losing our minds. They came out to just the most fucking generic sounding, like, create a wrestler music from fucking... Uh, WrestleMania 2000 or one of the other Aki Engine games. What the fuck, man? They didn't even give one of them the the theme, the good theme. Yeah, they gave Adam Cole like a. They gave Adam Cole the fucking Wish version of the of the Undisputed Era theme. They gave him a different song, but it just it sounds like a knockoff of the other song. John, they gave him. It's all about the boom. No, because it's all about the boom is good. <laughs> also, so, John, yeah, that should have these... that should have been added to the fucking uh, list last week. I don't think it was top three anyway. So, fair. But John, these entrances were so bad that I even before the bell rang, I lost any interest I had in this match, and it was a bad match. But I never gave it a chance because of this this entrance. It was so fucking terrible 
I, I, I think we can get rid of the Britt Baker Fozzie entrance. Sure. It was bad, but I feel like the reason the Jericho one was so much worse is because, hey, at least with Britt Baker, there's not an expectation of the theme song will be sung by the crowd and the guitarist is putting too much stank on it with no instrumental backing. Oh, I, 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 I the Britt Baker one was just, hey, I don't know, this guy's jamming out on the guitar while while the theme plays over the intercom. Like, you know, it was fine. He was just, she just had a guy on guitar noodling around going crazy. Yeah. Like, it worked. I think I just put it on there because it was really funny they brought back the bad Fozzie guitarist. He wanted to redeem himself, and he did a decent job of that. I think we can eliminate the Aztec Stargate one, because I don't care. I thought it was something unique. It made no sense, but it was kind of cool. The Aztec Stargate fucking sucked, but it's really funny. Yeah. There's three worse ones on here. It's, again, it's really funny. I had a good time. Like To that point... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's all. Okay, I also want to say... I risk getting controversial here, but you, we can take Kazuki Nare off. They made they made very good on it. No, <laughs> very quick. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. We, we can cut that because they made it story. They made it storyline. If they didn't, it would still be on here and, and might be in the top three. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about this inspiration one. I posted a link to it. Watch it. I know, but tell me, tell the folks at home because. They're not gonna look it up. Okay, so this is the day. De- this is the Inspirations debut in Impact, like their first match. Formerly the Iconics. Just, yeah, just everything about this entrance. The song is fucking terrible. They're the woman. Like it's just this woman that I think is supposed to be this pop star. But no one gives a shit about her. She's lip syncing. The video is fucking terrible. The insp- and then you see the inspiration wearing like just this fucking terrible gear. It like it's like just it's every kind of nude color. It's just fucking awful. Like, this seems extremely their shit. Like just everything about it is like this is really weird. And then it just keeps getting. It's like. Every decision that you could make that feels wrong, I think this entrance did. Yeah, this is not good. I, I'm i not ready to cut it yet. And the fact that the crowd is just, like, not... doesn't care either. So they're basically coming out to a silent crowd. Just amplifies it. This well, that's killed for you. any interest I had in the fucking inspiration. Like, I was willing to good. give them a chance... After, you know, like, hey, they broke up the Iconics for no reason. And, like, yeah, I don't, I never loved them as wrestlers. But, like, they're fun. They're they're entertaining. I'd like to see what they can do on the indies. After this, nope. They're fine. They're doing all right. My top three, honestly, is the inspiration, Judas, and either... and. Feel like either Rhea Ripley or Adam Cole. Do you want to, I I think my three are the uh, Cole O'Reilly one, Judas, and the Rhea Ripley one. Man, that Rhea Ripley one, huh? It was so fucking bad. 
That lady just, just kept screaming. Like kept going out of why? tune. Yeah. I I I feel like on like I feel I like just the inspiration. Tried, kept trying to compensate for it, but just like I'm gonna hold up the devil horns. Yeah, she she lost it like within a minute of starting that theme. The inspiration one, I don't feel. I feel like I really need to make top three because seeing that for the first time, the amount of emotions, the amount of just wild emotions it filled me with. It's the inspiration, though. This is their. I I, I would argue this is their debut in a company, and it immediately. How many people have had a special entrance on their debut that have, like, just immediately killed them? I feel like it's happened before. But you you seem really passionate about this one, and I'm... Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's Inspiration Fozzie Rhea. I think that's the one. Like, oh, and I'm with you. Like, Colin O'Reilly was fucking terrible. Like, it ruined the match for me. It didn't help me either. It didn't help things for me either. It was like, pretty bad. I'm not disputing that. You debut two songs for guys who have a super recognizable song and cool graphics, and they have nothing. But that said, I think at the end of the day, look, I'm not gonna, like, it definitely didn't help fucking O'Reilly's failed face turn. Like... I'm not going to say that it was the reason it happened, but it definitely, like, it it didn't help. But I do think that at the end of the day... It got it off on a bad foot. Yeah. But also, but at the end of the day, like, it didn't hurt Adam Cole. It's, it's Adam it hurt, fucking Cole. It hurt him in NXT. Not really. Like, people... Any, this, he dipped shortly after. People, all I'm saying is people still loved Adam Cole. It didn't it didn't deter anyone from being like, oh Adam Cole is cool. They still did the boom even though the song didn't have a boom in it. Yeah, and he was just doing it that at sucked. a random time, basically. That sucked. It did suck. Pretty funny. Like, hell, that's the smartest thing that AEW and Mikey Ruckus did was like they fucking edited when they realized what was going on, they edited fucking uh, all about the boom to add in a part where he could do the boom. Yeah. Well, yeah, that song's all about the boom. Here's my question, though: Is do we really want to get, have all three be with live performers? Uh, excuse me. Wish me Maria Canellis was very clearly not performing live. Well, she was moving her lips. That's that's a kind of performance. Look, live performing is an important part, and I think it is makes sense that if you're going to have. If you're going to be having a live performance as part of an entrance, you need to make sure it's cool and it's not fucking downstate and check out this tattoo. <laughs> Still the best. Still the best! Alright, also, I just want to mention that the Miz and Morrison one wasn't that bad. It's, it's extremely their shit. They're corny assholes. Yeah, I just hate their shit. Yeah, yeah. it sucked. But, you know, it sucked in the way that Miz and Morrison always sucked. They did a reggaeton song, so of course they did this. Hey, hey, ho, ho. No, there was hey, hey, hop, hop. Oh, that's right. It's even better. I love it. So that our three? I think that's our three. And the Judas one has to win. The Judas one has to win because it was... It's like the, like the funhouse mirror, or like... 
The, the Judas with no crowd was so clearly a test for this entrance. And such a great moment, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the Judas... The, the no Judas moment was just so fucking, like, well done. And, like, they actually pulled it off when they really shouldn't have. And it was fucking great. And this is how they follow up on it. And I think, like... This entrance could have been salvaged if the dude from if the dude from Fozzie like just played the song straight in a way that people could actually sing it as opposed to like deviating so much that the crowd didn't know what was going on. Yeah, and like just not even like doing it at a consistent pace. If he wants to do like weird shit and fuck with it, okay, but like at least keep a consistent timing. Congratulations to, to Fozzie. You, you're you a really bad band. Congratulations. Hey, if you live in the UK, go see him on tour now. Runners up. Your I caught Omicron at the Fozzie show t-shirt. Runners up with that bad Rhea Ripley entrance and that bad inspiration entrance. Worst new or temporary gimmick. And the nominees are Cameron Grimes as the same stupid top-hatted carny dipshit, but he invested in GameStop and Dogecoin, so he's rich now, and then he decided to invest in NFTs. That's good. Alexa Bliss as Rule 63 Papa Shango. That's not good. Shinsuke Nakamura, but now a Steel Panther reject is playing guitar with him. Aww. Rick Boog sucks, you know it. I, I like Bailey that. with Ding Dong Hello. Nigerian nationalist Apollo Cruz. Jackson Riker is a babyface. Nikki A.S.H. The role of the Ascension will now be played by Karrion Cross. Oh, God. The role of Conor McGregor will now be played by Becky Lynch. Ugh. Joe Gacy, the Sonic Ring, and Elias is dead. The Sonic Ring was only used once. It doesn't count as a gimmick. Temporary gimmick. It was a temporary gimmick as instead of using the poker chip like they always use. It was a temporary gimmick. They They did use it once and then they got rid of it. We literally established this as a rule before the show. It's a one. It's a one-off. It's not a temporary gimmick. That's for characters. But I, didn't, I didn't say that it counts for matches. I am all look. I am all for this being part of the rules. I just don't think it's really going to rank, and I just want an excuse to talk about the Sonic Ring again. John. Sonic Ring is funny. Yeah, I also just want to talk about the Sonic Ring and how all the memes that came out of it were so good. But I actually, I actually think that there is a place, a couple categories from now, where I want to talk about the Sonic Ring a lot. Okay, well, we'll get to that. But for now, cut. John, that that art of Scorpio Sky doing the Sonic Adventure pose is so fucking bad. Yeah, it deserves to die, and I hope it burns in hell. Cut it. Cut. All right. 
Elias is dead is fine. Like, it's just a bunch of vignettes. And they... It didn't go anywhere, and that's the problem. It's never going to go anywhere. Because he's dead. Yeah, he threw that guitar into the fire. It's fucked up. So I think that should be cut as well. I think we can cut Cameron Grimes. It sucks, but whatever. Good, because I enjoy it when it existed, and that doesn't exist anymore. I don't hate Ding Dong Hello. I know John does. I don't but... get Ding Dong Hello. Bailey's having fun with it. It's annoying. She laughs. It's not one of... It's not one... Of, there are... There's like a few here that are really fucking egregious. Ding Dong Hello is not one of them. I agree. Bailey makes it work. Because Bailey's well, just that good. As best she can. She, she likes it. So I'm gonna... She's putting everything into it. It's fine. What is this? Uh, ding Dong Hello. D- yeah, Ding Dong Hello is, you know... It's something Bailey's enjoying, and she's doing the best she can with it. So it's, it's bad. It's not egregiously bad. I agree with yeah. that. I'm going to try to get Nakamura off this list and see if it works. You you, you try I, that. I, I'm, I, I, want Nak- I want Nakamura to stay here, but I also will say... I have a three, and I don't, and Nakamura is not in it. Okay, fair. Well, let's let's hear it. Alexa Bliss. Yes. Um, Becky Lynch. And Joe Gacy. No Jackson Riker, huh? Jackson Riker sucks, but he's barely on TV. And I'll say that Jackson Riker isn't even really a gimmick. It's just, I'm a generic babyface. He literally doesn't have a fucking character. Or okay. didn't have a character, because he's gone, thank God. Mm-hmm. Did they release him yeah, finally? Yes. Because they released everybody. He was, the, he was part of the last round of cuts. Mm-hmm. So you said Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, and Joe Gacy? Yeah. Like, as terrible as Karrion Cross is, Karrion Cross isn't great anyway. It's not much of a gimmick. It's just gear. Yeah, he didn't have a gimmick. They just gave him gear that made him look like Zardoz. And took Scarlet away. Yeah. So, so it was a lack of gimmick. The Nigerian nationalist is bad. It's really fucking bad, but it's not one of the worst. I agree with that. At least he actually is Nigerian. Yeah. Are we really not putting Nikki A.S.H. on here? See, that's the thing, is that the five left here, any one of the five, like, I feel like is a... Like, this is a top five category. And I know that those aren't the rules, but just saying, God fucking damn. I don't think Nakamura hangs on this list. It's fine. It's better than him doing absolutely nothing. Is it? At least when he was doing absolutely nothing, I could wish that they would do something cool with him. I like what they're doing with him. He gets to wrestle. Makes me happy. But also, you're right. It doesn't. It doesn't hang. I'm willing to cut it. I'm just saying. 
I know you you really really hate it. Rick Blue sucks. You know who else sucks, know, Oscar? Just... Nikki Ash. Let's talk about her. I would Almost be a superhero. Honestly, like Alexa Bliss is the Alexa Bliss of these four left is the only one that I feel so strongly of like, no, there's no way Alexa Bliss doesn't win yeah. this category. No shit. Yeah. Especially with the the things with the doll stalking Shayna Baszler. Come on. Especially considering they literally fired Bray Wyatt and just gave his gimmick to Alexa Bliss. And then basically used it for like another month. And they're like, eh, we're done with this. And Alexa Bliss hasn't been seen again since. Thank God. Yeah, Alexa... She should come back and just be normal. Alexa Bliss is clearly winning this. I just can't decide on the runners-up because fucking... Big Time Bex. Oh, God. Joe Gacy is everything we talked about with Dan Lambert that we were worried they would do with Dan Lambert. Joe Gacy is... It really is just like the evil... The evil SJW. But, like, there's no... There's no twist to it. It's just... Yeah... It, it, they literally are just doing, yeah, because the SJWs, they suck, am I right? It literally got a Fox News article about WWE is taking it to the SJWs. Yep. Alright, you know what? Between that and the uh, the Big Time Bex thing, actually somehow, like, turning people against... The impossible to hate Becky Lynch, but even not really. It's not. I feel like it's not even really turning them against her. It's it's not get, getting her heel heat. It's getting her this sucks no. heat. Yeah, that's what I mean. People don't care about Becky Lynch, and also they just destroyed Bianca Belair for this. That's also and are destroying Liv yeah. Morgan for it. But that's why I, mean. I, I didn't mean like heel heat. I mean like go away. Fair heat. enough. It's awful. And to do that to Becky Lynch of all characters... Yeah, to do this to, like, literally the most over person you had on your roster. The the woman who won the the women's main event of WrestleMania. Just only a couple years ago. That's crazy. And yeah, to Oscar's point, like, the most over person they had. I think we can cut Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash is really bad... But also, it's Nikki Cross. She, I hate to say it. Yeah. Like, she wasn't, yeah, Nikki Cross wasn't going anywhere to begin with. Nikki Ash is, Nikki Ash is a lateral move. She's gone from one terrible nowhere gimmick to another terrible nowhere gimmick. But, I don't know, maybe she can sell some fucking merch uh, to kids. At least this new terrible nowhere gimmick is putting her on TV. And she won the Raw Women's title. And, oh god, uh, right she did. And the women's tag titles. So it's it's worked out for her, despite it being bad. Can someone explain me how she's almost a superhero despite winning the big title? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Nothing this company does make sense. Why do you think it's the bad place? Fair I mean, enough. She could be a All super, right, I think it's we... better than being a superhero in training. Man, if they would have gave her that, I would have been on board. 
Anyway, I think we have our winner in our top three. Yeah. They John? killed Bray Wyatt for this bullshit, Owen. Yeah. They killed Bray Wyatt for Alexa Bliss as Rule 63 Papa Shango. They had her do all this dumb shit. They made her start carrying around a fucking doll. They get rid of Bray Wyatt. And then they just nuke the fucking gimmick immediately. It was not immediately. Unfortunately, we had to deal with it for months. Yeah, we got a lot of it. I don't, I, I, I don't know. It, I think it might have only actually really been a month after they fired Bray. No, she had the feud with the with Shayna Baszler, and then she had the feud with, with Charlotte. But Bray was still employed. Oh. Yeah, but he wasn't on TV. He wasn't on TV, it's true. But, yeah, no. Because, think about it. Bray didn't get fired until, like, July 31st. Okay. If you put it that way, consider the actual day he got fired, yeah, you're right. Like... Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Is yeah, they they had her do all this shit, then got rid of Bray Wyatt, so it was completely her gimmick now, and then they just fucking killed it. Like a month later, for what? Let's hope they killed it and that that it doesn't come back. True. I mean, yeah. Who who knows? Charlotte ripping the head off of Lily probably isn't the end of it. All things considered, because exactly. nothing ever ends. Well, maybe they'll give Alexa Bliss a new terrible gimmick next year and she can win again. John, what are the runners-up for worst new temporary gimmick? The runners-up are big-time Bex, i.e. the role of Conor McGregor now be played by Becky Lynch, and Joe Gacy. Fucking, fine, John. We're fucking Joe Gacy. We're in a safe space now. Ugh. All right. I think Oscar should take the lead on this next one. Oscar, it's time for you to tell us. Owen, first of all, Owen, start the We yeah. Shop music. Because Oscar... I'm not doing that. You're doing that. It's time for you to tell us about the QVC for Wrestling Award for Worst Merch. We have a lot of nominees on the QVC for Wrestling Award this year. So let's get right into it. Finn Balor's This Everyone Business Watches Watches Me Me. Hold on. Paul White, Hold on. No More BS. I think we should go one by one and look at them and, and talk about them as we go. Oscar, what is this shirt? Uh, what's, not, what's not to get about the shirt? Finn this Balor. Finn Balor says This Everyone Business Watches Watches Me Me with a big X on the front. As one this does. This sucks. Like it took it took me a hot a minute to figure out what it's actually saying, and this sucks. <laughs> I hate this shirt. What's the gonna... next product? Our next product, Paul White says no more BS. I don't hate it. It's kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's really funny, John. What do you think of this one? I'm kind of into it. AEW Casino Double or Nothing. The, the phone app. The most merch. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though, Oscar. I do kind of like receiving gifts, gifts from people from Abu Dhabi while I play Texas Hold'em. Ah, but what about what about uh, what about an AEW slot machine? It's pirate themed. 
It has no wrestlers in it. There is no wrestling content in this wrestling game app. I love pirates. It's it's got the AEW logo though. It does have the AEW logo on the table. I think we're gonna have to revisit this one. Will Ospreay's Proud Boys shirt. Oh no, I, I don't want to click this, but I'm clicking it. It's it's a, don't worry, it won't take you to a shop page. Yay! It's a five of five hundred error. No, it's not. It's an Instagram link. It's a it's a or it's a red it's a picture. It's oh, a oh never picture mind, never mind. I clicked the wrong thing. Oh yeah, it's uh... now. Now, now, Will Ospreay will claim this shirt is not a Proud Boy shirt. Will Ospreay is also doing what looks a lot like the OK symbol oh, in God. this picture. Jesus Christ! And, and now I know that the defenders will say it's meant to, the, to be a W O. Yeah, let's explain to the uh, to uh, the the people at home, Oscar. So what what constitutes a Proud Boy shirt? A uh, Fred Perry polo shirt with yellow piping. Now, this is admittedly white piping, but it's the exact same style of piping yeah. as you would get on like, the Proud Boy It is shirt. very much a knockoff of the Fred Perry polo. And he's making a symbol with his hand that in some ways could be interpreted as W.O. for Will Osprey, but in many circles has been interpreted as but W.P. Also, for would White it? What Power. What does W.O. mean? Wrestling umpire? Yeah, obviously. Will Osprey. Will Osprey. It's his inertials. Oh. Well, Shit. fuck you. How about that? That's fucked up. I think this is okay now. <laughs> to be fair, I only just got that that's what it could mean. I'm not willing to cut this yet. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. All right. Also, I'm just going to say it. Because it's pretty fucking bad. You can't... And also, like Will Ospreay Will Osprey tried to claim here that, oh, he's English. He didn't know that it's a Proud Boys thing. But literally, the Fred Perry polo shirt is from the fucking British National Front. So there's no way he didn't know. He knew. Also, I'm going to just throw it out there that I do... Of course he knew! I'm just... I feel like... Yeah, I get that's what he claims is he's doing the, uh, that he's, he's doing a, a W.O. You, but the way that he holds it, you can't see the O part. Yeah. He's good at this. Fuck a Will Ospreay. Fuck a Will Ospreay. Thank God we, this thank God we the... never gave him a Best Wrestler of the Year award. <laughs> Damn. You're welcome. Remember the, um... Remember The Undertaker? He's back! In NFT form! This is the one I accidentally clicked that gave me the 400 error. Yeah, the, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's a bunch of shitty Undertaker NFTs. This was right at the start of the NFT craze. So this was WWE. In a very rare... Very, in a very rare kind of moment, having, uh, having their finger kind of on the pulse. Yeah, they actually captured a cultural zeitgeist for once. It's it's almost impressive. It's guys, just a shame they're NFTs. Yep. You can get this platinum one to the starting bit of $10,000. Don't you want this picture of The Undertaker? So why do you think the Undertaker ones did well, but the John Cena ones didn't? 
Because the Undertaker ones were at the start of the boom. The John Cena ones were already after people were more hesitant about NFTs. Fair enough. Also, you get... All the stuff you get for these Undertaker ones seems pretty good. Like, you get, like, ring-sized seats to WrestleMania. Yeah, like, what I will actually give them a small bit of credit for is that the NFT is dumb. But, I don't know, $10,000 for a ring-side seat to WrestleMania, a video message from the Undertaker. Please, an original. An original Paul Bearer urn uh, that's signed by The Undertaker, a custom title belt. Like, that's worth ten grand to a collector, I think. And plus, we saw those cameos by The Undertaker, so getting a video message from him seems fantastic. Yeah. Man. It's true, Brian Alvarez got a Undertaker back on cameo. What did you say, John? I said it's true. Brian Alvarez got his grandma that one. Yeah, they. Yeah, I'm, they, gonna, I'm gonna do it again. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm gonna cut the NFTs. They're not the worst. Okay, I'm fine with that. Because you can hide it away, and you don't have to wear it. Now the NFTs have been uh, taken out, but what about if you'd like to be let in? Well, let me tell you about the fiends. Let me in shorts. It says, let me in on the dick, Owen. <laughs> and this is a bad thing. Why? It's on, they're on sale right yeah, now. Yeah, they're for only $20. Bucks. And they look like small and medium. <laughs> let me see if, let me see me. if a medium will fit me. Ah, uh, nah, I need a large <laughs> shit. Damn. Those aren't the only shorts, of course. There's also Shotzi Blackheart's Eat My Tank shorts. Eat My Tank is also on the dick. I don't well, understand why you're acting like these Shotzi. are negatives. Uh, Eat My Tank is on the, uh, you know. They're unisex. True. Yeah, but we know what she's saying. Yeah, but you usually <laughs> refer to... to you, you, if you're referring to eating something down there, it's usually one specific one. Yes. Fair. I, I don't know why you guys are acting like these shorts are bad. These are great. They're... They're pretty good. Look, it's definitely something where I don't think they actually thought this through before they made these. Or they extremely thought through. I'd say a lot of the merch on here was not thought through before it was made. Uh, such as... Why do we have this category? Such as, say, for example, our next one, Oscar? Bitch AF by John Moxley? This shirt is awful. Again, it sounds like he's... I, I, what is being... It's a, is it a quote? He, is, he saying, is he saying that someone else is bitch AF? Is he saying that he's bitch AF? I feel like he's saying he's bitch AF. That's what I feel like, is that he's saying Now, he's in context... In context, it is a quote because he's saying that Kenny Omega was bitch AF. Did he actually say that out loud? Yes. This did happen. Saying the AF part? It did, it, this did happen. This did happen. He said, he said, and I quote, bitch AF. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Don't say AF out loud. I think I think it was supposed to be a riff on, uh, on the, the Young Bucks Christian AF shirt. It is. I don't care. It sucks. But yeah, don't don't do that. 
don't there's a reason why everybody forgot about this and I feel like this shirt it was one of those like let us never speak of this again things. But in terms of bitch shirts, John yeah. Moxley may be saying that you're bitch AF, but what better way to counter than with Jay Uso's Nobody's Bitch shirt? Or if you prefer, Jimmy Uso's Nobody's Bitch shirt. Yeah, I was about to say, I can think of a good way to counter, and that's the Jimmy Uso shirt. Yeah, I think I like the Jimmy Uso shirt better. It's, it's, very, it's very nice that you're able to pick and choose which Uso you would like to rep you when you say that you're Nobody's Bitch. See, that's, that's how they get you. Now you have to buy both to get the full set. It's true. This sounds like a smart decision. It's just selling it. Speaking of smart decisions, (laughs) speaking of smart decisions, let me tell you about Linda F. and Pilbin. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) This shirt is great. I gotta say, these Dark Side of the Ring shirts, they make some fucking choices. (laughs) This is great. This picture is so good. The, the, The shitty text. Oh. Yeah, and it's and look, as we've established, it's perfect because that is what that Brian Pillman shirt looked like. Like, they just made the Brian Pillman shirt again, but put a picture of Linda on there. But this is wonderful. But no. This is wonderful. I, I feel like when I was curating items, especially clothing items for this category, I was thinking, if you wore this in public... What would people have to... What would people think of you? See, here's your first mistake, is wearing a wrestling shirt in public. Look, I made that mistake after I wore my Bullet Club shirt after one of your many school shootings. Yeah. You learned your lesson. Don't do that. (laughs) I didn't consider the implications! To Owen's point, this dumbass shirt is pretty fucking rad, cut it. I yeah. agree. I just wanted to shout it out. I've Look, QVC for wrestling... We're talking about the worst merch, but QVC for wrestling is all about the most merch in many cases. Oh, of course. I mean, look, yeah. Look, this is this is good if for no other reason than, yeah, okay, these are most of these are the ones that we just did with Trace a couple months ago, but, like, oh, now Owen gets to hear it. How about Vaxxed and Waxed? Oh, this one legitimately sucks. I hate this one. It's Hot Boy Summer, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Rocky Horror font, the Hot Boy Summer, the just terrible picture. This ha- this is probably going to be top three. Owen, are you cool for the Hot Boy Summer? No. Not if I Again, that shirt. The, uh, the category of could you wear this in public, and the answer is absolutely not. Yeah, no. I... I'm gonna be honest, I kind of genuinely love the, uh, like, the the fridge magnet summer font. <laughs> There's a lot to love about this shirt. It's endearingly terrible. This shirt is fan-fucking-tastic. I, I hate it so much. Like, I, what about, this, what about honestly, Don Callis' like, The Pencil is, Shirt? This, the Vax and Wax shirt, to me, is very much this year's uh, Daddy East First. Sure. It's, it it's awful. It's awful. I love it more than anything. Oscar. The Don Callis shirt 
How is this the Don Callis shirt has big the Don Callis shirt is a crime. Maybe the most. It has maybe the most pro wrestling tease energy of any shirt on here. I think this one might stick around a little longer. This is absolutely awful. Now the what the Don the Don Callis one. Yeah, I think that one's gonna stick around a little longer. I hate this so much. The Lily Lucian shirt, uh, I'm going to have to post a picture of it because it's no longer on the website, unfortunately. Wow. They sold They sold too many of them. Well, they, they couldn't sell out because would you believe it or not, this shirt was direct to print. I believe that. This white t-shirt with this picture of Lily coming out of a limo on it that just says Lily Lucian. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't hate it. I think the Don Cowles one is worse. I mean, do we have to choose? Uh, what about... Well, I'm, I'm just well, saying... Well, we'll have to choose three eventually. Yeah, I'm okay, just saying right enough. now, I'm because they're back-to-back, I, I hate the Don Cowles one more. Uh, WWE selling a shirt for a match that didn't happen. No, oh, this one's. Oh, they're they don't sell it. There's either. the. It's the uh, Bianca Belair Sasha Banks SummerSlam match shirt. Incredible! This one is a strong contender. It's a very strong contender. Uh, of course, we have Finn Balor OGBC for everyone Prince Infinity logo WWE slash NXT slash Worldwide. Listen, I I think this shirt's great. <laughs> well, this yeah, you, wonderful. Well, yeah, how could you not love Finn Balor oh, OGBC God. for everyone Prince Infinity logo WWE slash NXT slash Worldwide? I made the mistake of looking at the back of the shirt. It legitimately hurts my eyes. Like I <laughs> yeah, the big the big three D logo X. <laughs> oh, that legitimately gave me a headache right now. Oh, yeah. Oh why God. did it's a multi layered option? <laughs> oh man, I that's oh that could be a weapon you use against people. <laughs> oh, hold on, I, I need speaking to... of... Speaking of, weapon, now. speaking of weapons, how about the dripstick? As we look at America's Moist Wanted. I don't hate it. I thought It says America's funny. Moist Wanted on it. I thought it was really fucking funny. It looks like it has a, a jizzing dick on it. Hell yeah, it does. What's wrong with that? I want to cut that one. I, I Nothing's wrong. Great. I dare you to wear it in public. No. Again, what did I say about wrestling? What about Tessa Blanchard's... Uh, what about Tessa Blanchard's new shirt? Did you know she's nuclear? This is too on the nose. She has nuclear heat for all the time she was racist. Oh, man. It has the WoW logo on. Oh, boy. It has the WoW logo, it has the bad Photoshop of the atomic bomb and the diamond together. There's a lot of layers to this. Good God, I'm not ready to cut this one. This one needs to hold on for a bit. Are are you ready to do the drop? Alright, let me say it. That's not bad. 
It's not. It good. says do the drop on it. Yeah. Did she have a dance? It has the moves for a dance on it. That's that's fun. Again, it's not good, but it's fun. It it doesn't hang. I just wanted to call it out. Is it says do the drop. I don't. I don't hate it. Well, this, this next one though. Ugh. Would you like to show me the biddies from from Hornswoggle from Dylan Swoggle, formerly known as Hornswoggle? Man, it's got the fucking Twitch. Fo oh, this sucks. That's not even what bits look like. Get it? Because it's like Bitcoin, but also boobs. Wait, it's Bitcoin. It's not like Twitch bits. Oh, it might be Twitch bits. But those are coins. I just realized this is in the Twitch font. Yeah, it's a Twitch font, but it's coins. The bits are like little... This is still pretty fucking bad. This is confusing. I saw the coins and thought it's Bitcoin. That's what I'm saying. Like, I understand your logic there, but it's the Twitch font, though. I thought it's Twitch bits. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's both... It's multi-layered. I, I think I have to hold on to this one because I'm just confused. <laughs> this is not the world that we would... This is not the America that we want to live in. Rather, the best America to live in is the U.S. of J. No, 2021. This, this is not good. I hate it. It's got the switchblade <laughs> carvings. Oh, No. It has the switchblade carvings. It's oh no! It's, it's, it sucks. <laughs> Oscar, no, I, 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 I'm not ready to cut it yet either, which really upsets me. Did you know that WWE released Jeff Hardy this year? Yeah, because there was a. Uh, a Staple Center exclusive SmackDown shirt that had Jeff Hardy on the front, but because that SmackDown happened after Jeff Hardy got released, the ad for it is very cleverly placed to cover Jeff Hardy's face. Ah. Listen, I think this shirt is cool as hell. It is this, cool. I just wanted really to call. Cool I just wanted to call out the Jeff Hardy's face being covered up. It's really, it's really funny. But man, that's a cool shirt. <laughs> yeah, we should cut that one. Roman Reigns released a new shirt recently. He's the needle mover. <laughs> Don't you I... love this SmackDown Rampage feud? I don't hate it. I, I like, I like the meter on it. I don't. I. Tribal Chief above main eventer. It just strikes me as so petty, especially considering. Yeah, but Rampage is like when you went head to head with Rampage, you literally didn't move the needle. I know, but I. I, I We're literally like not a needle mover. I like that that the, that the needle that the meter has jobber on it. That's something fun. I don't hate... This is not one of the worst shirts. It's not one of the worst shirts. I understand why you're pointing it out, and that's hilarious, but it's not a worst shirt. And closing us out here... Oh, boy.
Maybe the world's worst Finn Balor doll. I don't know, this looks exactly like him. <laughs> this this likeness of Finn Balor. The sh- you know, the eyeshadow around the eyes. Oh man. Let me tell you something. There are a lot of people who are gonna buy this and do terrible things to it. You know, look, as someone that finds Finn Balor a very attractive man, this doesn't look enough like Finn Balor for me to want to do bad things to it. I think there are other people who have lower standards than you. This doll that is, is literal terrorism. <laughs> oh my god, this Edge one. There's an Edge one. It looks like Triple H. Yeah, wow, it does. Man, all of these dolls are... God, the Bray Wyatt one is... The Randy Orton one's terrible. Oh, man. If we put all these dolls as, like, one one thing, I could see it being Oh, God, three. are you seeing this Tomasa Champa shirt that's in here, too? There's a Tomasa oh, Champa God, shirt. I just saw it. I, it Only $5. <laughs> oh, I, I see it now. What the fuck? <laughs> We can't verify when this shirt came out. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if it came out this year. I'm pretty sure it did, but it's on such deep clearance that it's hard to say. I'm going to say put the dolls as a collection. The the plush uh, bleacher creature things, and I, I could see that possibly having a shot. Man, that, that edge one. You don't like Roman Reigns' needle mover, Owen? Or you do like it? I don't hate it. I I like the I like the meter on it where it says Jobber, Mid Carter, Main Eventer, Tribal Chief. It does it's, say it's Jobber on it. I, I appreciate that. And you also enjoy America's Moist Wanted. I do. It's a, there's a dick on it. <laughs> there is a dick on it. <laughs> oh, we've esta- we've established that based on this criteria, Owen would wear that shirt in public. No, I, I, I established that you don't wear any wrestling shirts in public. That's the rule. What a- No, it sounds to me like you're sounds to me like I'm gonna buy you this shirt so you can wear it uh No you can wear it on your next date night with Katie. No. You're right. We we should buy you Finn Balor OGBC for everyone Prinks Infinity Logo <laughs> WWE slash NXT slash worldwide. I, you know what? I would wear that shirt because, as I because you, you you stepped away for a minute, I explained to Oscar that when I looked at the back of that shirt, it legitimately gave me a headache immediately, and that that could be used as a weapon. It's really fucked up the back of that shirt. It like legit like I legitimately had like like look away from the screen for a minute because I really <laughs> did not feel good. The sad. It's amazing how we could realist. You know. I could see the argument for all three of these awards be for all three of the spots be given to the Finn Balor merch on here. He's just had a banner year for terrible merch. I don't hate that idea. However, that However, shirt is upsetting me. And it were if we do not give Tessa Blanchard nu- nuclear, it's fair to. That's Tessa true. Blanchard nuclear needs to be on here. Talk about think- fucking just going all the way into being the shittiest. And also, as we were talking about when you stepped away, it's just really bad Photoshop. It really is. 
Do you want to hear my three? Yeah. I think my three are the uh, the Swaggle shirts, the Tessa shirts, and the Everybody Watches Me shirt. Mm. I hate the other Finn Balor shirt way more than this. This okay, everyone this watches me. Me. I don't know. I, 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 I could be down to wear that other one. You could be down For to me? wear that fucking headache-inducing thing. Yeah, it's on the back, so it, it, it hurts other people, not me. For me, it's um. AEW Casino Double or Nothing in terms of just being one of the worst products I have played. <clears throat> one of the worst wrestling-related video games I have ever played. That's a low bar. Oscar. Uh, the world's worst Finn Balor doll. Okay, and? And the Tessa Blanchard shirt. So I'm guessing the Tessa shirt's a lock. Yeah, I feel like the Tessa shirt has to be a lock. Okay, so we we agree on that one. <clears throat> what about <laughs> the uh, the SummerSlam shirt? The one credit I will give the SummerSlam shirt is they stopped selling the shirt about a day after SummerSlam. But the fact they sold it as SummerSlam, well, it's a collector's item. Up. Yeah. Own the shirt okay. for a match that didn't happen. I'd rather have the plaque of the piece of the table they didn't use. I regret not buying that plaque. <coughs> Oscar, not only was yeah, the feud just beginning, their feud was just beginning. <laughs> what about the, uh, should we cut the nobody's bitch shirt? Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny that they sold two separate identical shirts. Shall we cut cut the two shorts? Because I think they're funny. Yeah. Okay. We're working our way down here. Uh, the Jay White shirt. It sucks, but it's not the worst. It's inoffensive in its badness. <laughs> I don't like it. It's the generic it's, look, kind of bad. Next year, we'll be living in the U.S. of J. 2022. Shut up. And this shirt will be irrelevant. Are we cutting the Everybody Watches Watches Me shirt? Because we have a, a worse Finn Balor shirt? I think so. Which one? The, this Everyone Business everyone Watches Me Me? Business Watches Watches Me Me. Because we already have a shirt for fit. Yeah. I, what do you say, Oscar? I think it gets cut, but what do you think, Oscar? Which one? The every, everyone business watches. Oh, we can cut. Me. We can. Okay. Yeah, no, there's a worse Balor shirt on there. Bitch. What about the the Lily Lucian shirt? Lily Lucian's real bad. Yeah, I don't think it's one of the three worst, and that's shocking. I, <laughs> somehow I agree. agree with you. Like, you know what? At least Lily Lucian harkens back to the wonderful days of Cafe Press. It's It says a lot that Lily Lucian was the first shirt they launched the direct-to-print stuff on the shop with. It, it shows. 
I don't think bitch Should AF we get hangs rid of... either. What doesn't hang? Bitch AF. I that's why I have it highlighted. I agree. Bitch AF is real bad and very out of character for Moxley. But it's oh my it God, doesn't we hang. Have, we still have eight left. Been a lot of bad merch this year. I'm okay with the uh, the Don Callis one going. It's really upsetting, but I have ones I would fight stronger for. I just don't understand how the Don Callis one is legal, other than Disney hasn't <laughs> noticed it yet. That's what I want to know. It's a parody. It's, it's the actual photo, though. They, they edited it. It's a parody. Don't worry about it. <laughs> John, I want to talk to you about the Swaggle shirt, because I think it should stay. Because I was explaining to Oscar, this shirt makes no sense to me. Because Oscar saw the coins on it and thought it was Bitcoin, which is a logical thing to think. Yeah. I see the Twitch font on it, and I think, oh, it's Twitch bits. Yeah. Which don't look like coins. Yeah. Which is it? Well, have you looked, is it have you looked at the coins? They say, hey, babe, on them. Yeah. Why? Because it's tits. Yeah. <sighs> So it's three things and it's one and it's, it sucks and I hate it. Yeah, he wants he wants you to show him to show him your tits. I got that. See, I got that. Yeah, I get that too. But but is he gonna? Does he want me? Does he want to see my tits? Is he gonna pay me in Twitch money or or Bitcoin? Bitcoin. He's going to throw gold coins at you because he's a leprechaun. Ah <laughs> oh, shit! And the and the. Uh, and shit, turn them into Ethereum because of the gold standard. Is Ethereum on the gold standard? I I want this shirt to be in Maybe? the top three. Ah, uh, because I keep thinking about it. It makes me angrier the more I look into we'll it. We'll come back to this. I hate to say it, I think we can cut the Will Osprey Proud Boy shirt. Yes. Yeah. I I just don't want to think about it. It's such a bad concept. It just sucks. Like, there's nothing about it that's really horrible other than just, like, this sucks, dude. Come on. Like, I get it. You're a heel. But also, no, I believe that you're actually... You actually believe this shit. Fuck you. I don't even want to acknowledge it. I want to just have it memory hold. Fair. I kind of want to get rid of the the plush doll. Uh, like I like I said, it's not good. Okay, but people are gonna fuck that. I thing. just found out some information. The plush, the plush doll is invalid. It launched l- very late last year. Haha. Well, no wait. Okay. When was our cutoff? It launched in November. Oh, November. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's cut. Yeah, like just before the cutoff. All right. Yeah, I. It did not. It launched on WWE Shop this year, but they were available previously through Plush Bleacher. Okay. Vax and Wax is fucking hilarious. It is fucking hilarious. I love that shirt. I genuinely love that shirt. 
I hate it so much. It's but if the it, worst. It's I so might buy it. <laughs> exactly. Again, it's dad. It's the daddy eats first shirt. It's so terrible that I kind of want one. I can cut it if it can get me closer to keeping that swaggle shirt on here. I think it really does come down to the swaggle shirt versus AEW Casino. I think... I think AEW Casino hangs in the sense of Jesus Christ, you put your name on this so transparently cheap cash grab that doesn't even function as like a good casino game. But I also feel like maybe it's not entirely in the spirit of this category. Yeah, because yeah, we're not putting like the WWE video games on here. Well, there hasn't been one this year. If two K if two K twenty came out, been like a supercard or something. The supercard is supercard is just supercard. Yeah, they haven't be... like they haven't done any major updates. They're just adding more cards. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of WWE. They're games not doing. Out there. They're not doing another weird thing like their fucking bejeweled knockoff. I think they're. I think they probably have. We just no. They're like has not actually been a new WWE video game this year. They've done some collabs with like I think when did that King of Fighters collab come out? I don't know. I completely forgot about that. But um yeah, it's not it's not not in the spirit of this category, but I also think show me the biddies is just so many layers to it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I keep thinking about it, and the, the deeper I go in this hole, the angrier I get. You're right, I can't stop thinking about it. Me either. I'm so mad. But Tessa Blanchard wins. Tessa Blanchard wins, right? That I don't know anymore. I believe we're swoggled now, because I'm getting more mad about it. <laughs> But here's Fuck. the thing about Swoggle. <laughs> there's layers to that Swoggle. That Swoggle shirt is interesting. Yeah, there's layers to the Finn shirt, too. Just the colors overlapping or upsetting. You're me. right. The Tessa Blanchard shirt you just look at and your immediate reaction is, oh, fuck off. Yeah, you're right. I think it's the worst. Because it's just, it's also just not good. It's such a bad design, and it's also such a, like, bad concept. Yep. And just, like, leaning into the worst part about yourself. Like, come on. It has the WoW logo on it, too. WoW approved this! That's what I'm saying. It's on their official shop! That is what I'm saying. They're off to a rip-roaring start as a promotion. I'm happy with this three. God, the shirt yes. is just so fucking... Yeah. It's just the texturing on the mushroom cloud. It's real bad. It looks the like fact a... that the diamond's not blended properly. No. Yeah. It's just so fucking bad. John, you want to tell the folks... 
what our winner runners up are for the QVC for wrestling. Award. Yeah, congratulations, Tessa Blanchard Nuclear. You're the worst fucking merch ever, 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 ever. Runners up, Finn Balor, OGBC for everyone. Prince Infinity logo, WWE slash NXT slash Worldwide, and of course, Swoggle. Show me the biddies. I'm so glad that made top three. Oh, and I will buy you a Show Me the Bitty shirt and give it to you next time. I see you. Yeah, I'll do it, coward. I won't throw it away immediately. Do it, coward. <laughs> I won't throw it away immediately. I'll just look at it and go, this sucks. Wear it on your next date night. <laughs> no, I'll wear it on my next stream because it's a Twitch shirt. <laughs> Worst show. This show. The nominees are Owen's Twitch stream. Oh. Well, you're going to wear that shirt. I. Only if Oscar gives it to me. Okay, then fine. I'm contractually obligated then, to wear it. Then fine. I retract that. Um, they, they will be in contention in 2022 when you were forced to wear that shirt. Okay. The nominees are Raw, SmackDown, NXT 1.0, NXT 2.0, 205 Live, Roads to the Top, and AEW Dark. I'm surprised being the elite's not on this list. Being the elite is being the elite's been inconsistent. It's not been terrible. Yeah, being the elite has okay. had bad segments. It hasn't been a bad show. It's just been okay. Yeah, like there hasn't been an episode of being the elite that I've turned off or been like, I don't want to watch this. Fuck this shit. It's it's just, yep, you're still doing these segments I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, look, it's it's what happens when you have a variety show. Sometimes you sometimes it's a miss. But sometimes you get a hit. But hey, they end after like a couple minutes, so whatever. But talking about a show that is way too long. There's actually two on here that that applies to. Yes, I agree, and they both should be on here. Raw's the worst show on John. television. Yes. John, you're the only one that really watched it. Tell me about Roads to the Top. <laughs> I watched a clip of it and I had to turn it off. It was so upsetting. <laughs> Roads to the Top is a show that is very bad. It's legitimately awful. It's basically, you know, look, the, the gimmick of the show is, hey, watch... Uh, Brandy, Cody, and Brandy Rhodes living their life, uh, living in Atlanta, hanging out with their friends, doing wrestling shit, being all cool and stuff. Um, the problem is that Cody and Brandy are just the most boring, soulless motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah, and, and anytime there's conflict or like something big happens, it's clearly staged and doesn't like. There's no, there'd be no reason for them to do this. Aside from drama for the show. Yeah, like, the whole show is, it's, like, the so obviously staged for drama that, like, it's, you know, and I guess that's the fucking style now, is not even fucking trying to hide that it's all, like, a gimmick and that it's all just for show. But, like, I hate that shit so much. It's so fucking lazy. They don't even fucking try. And, yeah, and then you get scenes of, like, here's Cody hanging out with his friends, like, QT Marshall and Preston Vance. Ugh. And it sucks. Yeah, it was. They're not fun to watch. Like I, I don't. It, 
it makes me like the Dark Order less. Like, you're hanging out with this guy? Yeah. It's it's legitimately awful. It's a terrible fucking show. Like, people give shit to, like, Total Divas and Total Bellas and that stuff, but at least it's watchable. Like, it's not good, I, but it's watchable. I hate the Total Divas and Total Bellas shows, but, like, you know what? You watch that and you see, like, there is there is some craft here. Like, I'll, and I'll say it, yeah, like, it, it definitely shows you, like, the quality of an E of an e-reality show and the quality of a reality show on another network they are worlds apart they're not sending their best folks nope can i so i'm feeling like you're convincing me raw nxt 2.0 roads to the top with roads to the top winning i was gonna put dark instead of 2.0 I think, so here's the thing. Dark was the other show that I was saying is way too long because it is still way too fucking long. Yeah. But at the same time, I do think that Dark has gotten better, more interesting since they started doing shit at the Impact Zone. I will also say... And you know what? NXT 2.0 actively killed a show that was still kind of interesting. Yeah, it was a show that we had problems with, NXT 1.0, but it was like a show that had a vision and was cool. Like, I liked NXT 1.0. It wasn't the show that it used to be, but it was still had it still had its moments and it still had some something to it. NXT 2.0 is just fucking dire. That's fair. And you know what? AEW Dark for you know the problems that it still has. Look, man, it's also got Fuego 2 and Infinito, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so we cut Smash. Oh, and it also had that. It also had that weird lady whose gimmick is that she just opera sings every time she does something. That seems all right. Yeah, no, like Dark has got some okay shit on it. Like they've got some really weird jobbers. Okay, so we'll cut SmackDown, NXT 1.0, 205 Live, and AEW Dark. Yeah. NXT and then, NXT 1.0 was a good show, and this is kicking them while they're down, and I don't approve of that. Yeah, 205 Smackdown Live, who gives fine. a shit? SmackDown's fine. I When I tune in, I don't hate it. SmackDown is not fine. SmackDown is bad, but SmackDown is not the worst show on television, which Raw is. So what you're saying is that Raw wins this. No. I still think... I feel like you've sold me on Raw is a known bad quantity. We know what you know that you're watching Raw and you're getting bad content. Road to the Top sounds like fucking terrible content. Here's Oscar, you want to know the difference though? Uh, Road to the Top is one hour and it only has a certain number of episodes. Raw is on every single week for three hours. Here's the thing, Owen, to Oscar's point, Raw is the most known quantity. Whenever I watch Raw, I am upset, I am angry, but ultimately the reaction I have is, well, you know what, I kind of did it to myself. What the fuck was I expecting? When I saw, when I saw that they had renewed fucking Rose to the Top for a second season... 
Hold on. They did? I was furious. John, did, did, you're, you're not joking. I'm not fucking with it. you. They renewed it for oh. a second season. Oh, fuck this. It ha- that has to Congratulations be to Rhodes to the Top. <laughs> Holy shit. And also, yeah, like, Rhodes to the Top, like, is another good example of Tony Khan just seeming so fucking wooden and like he doesn't want to be on camera ever. And I get it! Yeah. I also would just like to say, uh, I appreciate the continual, the continual tradition of Raw's the worst show, but here is the, here is this weird offshoot show, or here's this weird one-off thing that is the actual worst show. Also, there was that weird thing that QT Marshall said. Ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Rhodes at the top. Fuck you. I can't believe. I cannot fucking believe that you're getting a second season. Of just the most, watch the most uninteresting people ever. Is is TNT really that dire with content? Raw and NXT 2.0 are your runners up. I mean, they know drama, clearly. Spot. You know, it's the inverse of dot coolest spot. Pretty self-explanatory, I think. I agree. The nominees are. The Time Bomb Detonates after Moxley Omega from AW Revolution. Amazing. Red Velvet's Very Scary Looking Dive from the June 4th episode of Dynamite. Oof. Nia Jax is Hypnotized from WWE Hell in a Cell. I'd also like to throw out here, um, since we're talking about it, can we also add in when uh, Shayna Baszler was uh, hypnotized? Or, like, Shayna Baszler had her, like, leg paralyzed or some shit? Yeah, add it in. I think only one of them's going to make it, but... I don't know. If you want to tell me that we should just make the whole thing Alexa Bliss, I could be into that. No, because then the time bomb wouldn't be on there. Let's continue. Alexa Bliss hits the world's worst sister Abigail, followed by the typically terrible-looking Twisted Bliss, also from Hell in a Cell. And Lashley rolls up Drew McIntyre for the win, also at Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell has a time bomb. Jack's twisted bliss. Yeah, that's what I was gonna think. Yeah, okay. And then I think the time bomb wins. Yeah. The time bomb doesn't win. I, th- I don't know. It got. It was a big fucking deal. I think the time bomb kind of wins. At least the time bomb was part of a was part of a match that before that was kind of fun. Yeah, but the whole match built up to this big thing, and then it didn't deliver. So, Owen, would you rather watch uh, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax, or, or Alexa? Bl- would you rather watch that Alexa Bliss match again? Twenty this minutes. Worst match starts now. No. This isn't worst match, it's worst spot. You know, I'm just saying. The whole match wasn't building up to that final spot. That was, yeah, it it was a blown finish. It deserves to be top three. Nia Jax is hypnotized, though. 
John, I, I think he really loves this explosion thing. I just... Look, man, you know, Nia Jax's hypnotize was real bad. I do feel like, though, it's never a fucking good look when, like, yeah, your whole match is building up to this one spot, and then the spot happens, and the, you have the entire audience booing and, and screaming for refunds. That's true. You know what? They were, Fair. They were asking for refunds because they were selling the match on this, and then it didn't deliver even close. Like, I'm not Fair. I'm not going to say that they didn't make good on it. Like, I think that the way that they turned it around, like, was smart. And, you know, basically just making the whole thing like, well, yeah, Kenny Omega made the bomb, and he's a fucking idiot. And he, you know, intentionally fucking did a shitty bomb so that he could fuck with everybody. And, like, having Eddie Kingston explain, like, why he looked like a total chump. Like, I think they did a good job of, of fixing oh, it. Right, I forgot about Eddie Kingston selling it. Yeah, Eddie Kingston oh. selling it. Oh my god, again, I forgot about that part. Again, to the this is a spot to the point where they where John Moxley had to end the show after they stopped, you know, after they went off the air being like, well, that fucking sucked, huh? All right, fair. It win- I, I'm happy with it winning. Yeah, I totally forgot about Kingston selling it, and everyone would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, again, they they fixed it. They they definitely made good on it, I think, and, like, making the fact that it failed and was a dud, like, part of the story and, like, having explanations for why all the characters acted the way they did in a way that makes sense, and I wish that fucking, like, WWE would learn from. Like, de- definitely... good is strong. This is de- Look, this is definitely a, a masterclass in, like learning how to fucking fix your mistakes and, like, move forward in a way that, like, still makes you look good. But what a fucking mistake it was. Yep. Yeah, fair. Congratulations. And again, like, to the point that we were making, like, in last week's episode, like, there are a lot of people online that think that this match sucks now because of this finish. I, yeah, you know, and, I when say, in fact it's actually like the tenth best match of the year. Damn it, Oscar beat me to it. Yeah, I mean, look, it's still a really good match. It's just that t- t- that goes to show you just like how how much an unarguably bad finish can really fuck with something. Yeah. Yep. Bear. So yeah, the time bomb detonates after Moxley Omega wins. Runners up are Nia Jax is hypnotized, and Alexa Bliss hits the world's worst sister Abigail, followed by the typically terrible-looking Twisted Bliss. I'm good with that. Oh boy, this is gonna be a fucking category. It sure is. The dot bullshit moment of 2021. Or the biggest bummer, whatever you want to say. John, how are we gonna cut this down to three? I don't fucking know. The nominees are... Joey Ryan books a show for a, a women's charity. Oh, God. WWE <laughs> cutting away from the main event of WrestleMania to show a Snickers ad. Oh, man. The state of the WWE network on Peacock. <sighs> AEW fans send JR death threats for saying WWE dynamite by mistake. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. WWE somehow fucks up Becky Lynch's return at SummerSlam. No, seriously, that bullshit Minoru Suzuki entrance sucks so hard that we're talking about it here, too. From just September 8th, Dynamite. 
That's I'll, Oscar. Thank you for writing that. I wrote that. All right, thank you, John, for writing. You're that. welcome. Yeah, that's a John thing. I and it was one of you. Tommy Dreamer thinks sexual assault is the same as a double ponytail. Oh God! From the plane ride from hell episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Sonya Deville, who was almost murdered by a home invader, is asked how she would handle Seth Rollins' dumb home invasion angle from the October 6th episode of The Bump. <laughs> and Blood Hunter Hannibal tries to shoot murder a referee from World Class Pro Wrestling Texas, their uh, December 11th event. Uh, that was legitimately awful. All right, how do we do this? I think that there is a better category for the Hannibal thing. Okay. I think so, too. I just wanted to shout it out in as many places as possible, because Jesus fucking Christ, fuck you, Hannibal. Yep. Nope. Fuck that fucking piece of shit. There is a better place to talk about him, because you know what? Like, at the end of the day, that wasn't the plan. That was just a drunk piece of shit being... A fucking horrible person. You know what else I think doesn't hang? What's that? I think the Suzuki entrance doesn't hang, no. even though it was so awful at the time, but they turned it into a storyline. Yeah, no. They, they made it a storyline. They made good on it. And then you and I got to do it. Yeah, exactly. Therefore, it is okay. I think the WWE Dynamite thing blew over so quickly that, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, I forgot that he even got, like, death threats about it. The most I remember really about it was just, like, the Young Bucks making a Twitter joke about it. I would be okay with cutting the Snickers thing because I think that thing below it is much worse. I think the Snickers... Look, the Snickers thing is annoying, but, like, hey, at the end of the day, you know... You could still see the match. It was just really fucking zoomed out so that you could see the top of their stupid, uh... Other stupid above ring set where they put the Snickers ad. Yep. But you could still see the match kind of a little bit, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I think the the way things currently are. I think the Becky Lynch thing has its due elsewhere. I agree. Yeah, okay. I'm cool with that. I mean, look, it was certainly a memorable moment. For the wrong reasons, yes, but like, (laughs) certainly a memorable moment. And I also think the Tommy Dreamer thing, to the same point as the Hannibal, there is another place for it. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. Then we, and that wow. gives us a three. Wow, we got our three. I know it's not going to win, can we, but can we talk about the WWE Network on Peacock right now? I was thinking the WWE Network might win. Okay, then let's talk about it. Let's hear I it. thought you guys were going to fight me on it. Because but... like, here's the thing. I'm Canadian, this doesn't affect me, but everything I've heard about it is like, what is wrong with this service? How did WWE fuck up actually having one of the better streaming services and it's make it so bad now? Easy answer, Oscar. Oscar. $400 million a year to not give a fuck. Also, Oscar, it is going to affect you more because in place of all the advertisements you're going to get, even if you're paying, you know, even if you're in the U.S. and paying the more expensive thing, they're still going to put a bunch of random video packages to fill the gaps. Because they can't so, just go to the next thing. 
Yeah. Yep, they have made the shows even longer and with more commercials. Just so fucking Peacock can sell ads on it. Something that, by the way, Owen, let's be clear, I called that this was going to happen. I wanted to believe that it wasn't, and you were right. And only... And that's and again, I want to emphasize why it sucks that even if you pay more money, you're still getting just not advertisers. You're just getting random ass video packages that make no sense. Yeah, and have the only absolutely is, no context to anything that's going on whatsoever. Yeah, and and the only difference is if you pay the five more bucks, maybe you'll cut you'll cut back in time to see the entrances instead of having to wait another extra fifteen seconds for the ad to finish, and then cut to in the middle of an entrance. Fucking ridiculous. Like, holy shit. It's unbelievable. I wonder how they handle, like, the... Have Have you gone back and watched Survivor Series, Owen? Because, like, I'm I'm now wondering, like, how they handle the pay, the playback and with, like, you know, the fucking ads that, as that Peacock does anyway. If you're, you're not I bet they, member. I bet they put ads in. I'm sure they do. I'm just wondering where they do it. I wonder if it's like they put them if like they put them at specific times, or they just like put them after every match or something. I bet they put them where they go where the video packages are, and they just you know have one of those things in the player with a little dot that makes you do an ad break. So that way you don't miss the entrance in the replay. Hmm. You think, but they can't really do that on the live version, you know. Yeah, that's what I, I can look at the app now and see. But yeah, because like here's the thing: the Joey Ryan thing was fucking terrible and disgusting. Joey Ryan, but also is a hey, person. But also hey, well, people backed out after they were called out. Yeah. At, yeah, at, and at least the Sony, it didn't happen. And the Sonya Deville thing was bad and tasteless, but was a one-time moment. Yeah, and like right, John, it was a it was a mistake. It was a mistake that should never have happened, but it was a mistake. It, it's ignorance, not malice. Yes. I I clicked Survivor Series now. I had to watch this thirty second ad about some baking show with grandmas. Oh, I love grandmas. This sounds to me like you've just confirmed that Peacock wins. <laughs> oh my! All right, let's see. Yep, it has the thing I said it was going to have all the dots in the middle of the timeline that could cut to an ad. Survivor Series has one, two, three, four, five of them. Let me see if I can take a screenshot. Yep. I can take a screenshot and show it to you. It's awful. Great. Also, what sucks is on the Peacock app, if I take a screenshot, it blacks it blacks out the screen so I can't like take a shot. Oh, so now of... we can't fucking take screen caps anymore. I mean you probably can still on the computer. I just well, can't on yeah, my phone. Yeah, but that's that's effort. Yep. Actually, I've been noticing on the computer with a lot of these apps, even if you do your screen, your like your print screen, it blacks it out now. That's great. Anyway, there I showed you the timeline for Survivor Series. This shit this sucks. Time. Wow. The future is fucking garbage. Just like the WWE Network on Peacock. Be be grateful, Oscar, that you don't have to deal with this. Well, you know, we're in the live shows. We all know the state of the WWE Network on Peacock was created out of a slimy business decision. Oh, fuck no. off! <laughs> Much like the next category. Congratulations to the state of the WWE Network on Peacock, because fuck you. 
runners-up Joey Ryan books a show for a women's charity, and Sonya Deville, who was almost murdered by a home invader, is asked how she would handle Seth Rollins' dumb home invasion angles. Hey, Oscar, remember how before we started you asked if you could host this? Yeah, I know why that, you that, don't that let me host. That transition is why you're not. But yet I will do the transitions regardless of if I'm the host. Because fuck you, you. I wish you wouldn't. That's a, that is a commercial break between every match, by the way. Holy, are you kidding me? Nope. Fuck off. I bet you I can't scrub ahead and then it'll still make me watch the ad. Oh, of course. Let me find out. Slimiest business decision in the middle of a global pandemic. Yep, it sure does make me have to watch the ad can we, for 60 seconds. Can we add Peacock here? I already got its due. Fine. Nominees are... I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna add it anyway. WWE allows 25,000 fans at WrestleMania. Mass optional. AEW has a capacity crowd for double or nothing. WWE fires more than 80 people in a single year. And WWE gets rid of downside guarantees for new contracts. Oh, and WWE on Peacock. Mm-hmm. WWE cock, if you will. No. They really peacocked it up. Even if it's not top three, it should be acknowledged that it's on our list. Because holy shit. Um. I don't know about the WrestleMania one out of these. The WrestleMania one had. The thing is, is that I feel like. WrestleMania and the capacity crowd are kind of the same thing, and. They are. We can combine it. Yeah. I, but also, it's mentioned elsewhere. I actually feel like this category... This category exists for... This is really a top-two category, if I'm being honest. Like, I don't think there's three here, but there's two very slimy business decisions. I, I can see the th- middle three being in there. And I know it's a little bit against... the. No, I think we have an easy three. Firing 80 people, right. getting rid of downside guarantees, and WWE on Peacock. All right. Yeah, all right. I'm down with that. They got paid $400 million for that bullshit. Money well spent. They got paid $400 million. Right? They're getting $2 billion, but, you know, it's a five-year deal. So they got $400 million for that shit this year. For a far fucking worse experience. For everybody. And they they have to do way less work. And it's a terrible fucking player. And a terrible client. Yeah. Can you rewind live on non-iOS devices yet? I don't think so. And again, only only certain iOS devices. Because you can't do it on the Apple TV. You can't. Oh wow! Yep. It's only on the it's only on the phone or the iPad, don't you know? What about the web web player? I don't fucking know. I've never tried the web player. All right, this sucks, but I don't think it's the worst one. I think it's no. I think that yeah, WWE is more profitable than they've ever been in their entire history. You know why, John? Because they keep cutting the budget. 
Thanks, Johnny Ace. Very cool. Is it still people power if he keeps getting rid of all the people? Yeah, power to the people to get the fuck off their property. Ugh. Just can you believe how many many people they fought they keep firing? Like it seems like every like month or so. They have fired over a hundred and twenty people since the pandemic started. And then they keep talking bragging about their numbers. Like what the fuck are they doing? And also they're not like giving the people they currently have like huge contracts. No. They're actively making the contracts worse. Yeah, so what the fuck? At what point do, do does the people like in Washington stop like you know talking talk and actually step in and do something? Never. Never. <laughs> Man. Yep. Pretty much. The Democrats are in charge right now. I, I, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Yet, we need someone to drain the swamp. Yang Gang got too busy with his bullshit Vanity Mayor campaign. Hey, look, he just loves taking the A-train that doesn't go anywhere near the borough he lives in. I hate, thanks, I hate it. Congratulations. Well, fuck you, WWE, for firing more than 80 people in a single year. For this being the slimiest business decision made in the middle of a global pandemic for 2021. Runners up, WWE gets rid of downside guarantees for new contracts, which that's something that we should discuss. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So you can't make more you cannot make more than your contract anymore. Again, that's how they keep making the money. That's fucking it goes into their pocket, not the wrestlers who actually put in the work. That's fucking nuts. That really is. How does that work for Xavier Woods now with his G four stuff? Because I thought that was part of his downside guarantee because that's a fucked up deal. Yeah. I mean I'm sure that probably it's all it's going to be deals going forward and Xavier Woods still has like time on that whatever contract that like he Kofi, he Kofi and uh Big E signed like a f- bunch of years ago cuz then wasn't that the rumor that like whenever they all uh signed new contracts they they all re-upped it and were all getting like 750k a year I have no idea That's that is the rumor that I had heard is that they had all agreed to get the same the same contract That's cool but Xavier should get more money for actually doing more work. He should. With G4. He should. And yet. D- because you get awesome content. Like him. You know, this is pretty abhorrent behavior. Shut up, Much Oscar. like the abhorrent behavior in our next category that received non-all apologies. The other, I was trying to- the other nominee, the other runner-up was WWE Network on Peacock. I was trying to bring up Xavier was being all sad at his phone and all his friends got fired. <laughs> All his friends are dead. Wait, sorry, that's the other one. I know he's back. He's alive again. It's fine. All right. Worst not apology for abhorrent behavior. I was really hoping we didn't have to have this fucking category again this year. (laughs) Who'd have thought this would survive? Joke's on you. The nominees are... (laughs) Dave Meltzer apologizing for having Bruce Mitchell on Wrestling Observer Radio. The Velveteen Dream is sorry those kids he groomed thought he was grooming them. Rob Black apologizes for alluding to Marty Skrull joining XPW. 
Tommy Dreamer is sorry he implied that women, the woman was lying about being assaulted on Dark Side of the Ring. Ric Flair blames the sexual misconduct on his Perkinan, sorry, alcohol issues. And CWA is contractually obligated to book Marty Skrull. Wow. Double, double Skrull and double plane ride from hell. So, I forgot that Meltzer had Bruce Mitchell on Wrestling Observer Radio. What happened there? Okay, so I need to find his exact... Yeah, okay, here, here's, his, here's his apology, which is actually, like, just a very bad... Like, a very bad apology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's really fucking long. Oh, so it's a Meltzer thing. Yeah. But How many stars did he give it? As the person as the person transcribing it says says, I'm not gonna transcribe every um and you know. I've done my best to make this as easy to read as possible. Great. <laughs> Basically he tried he tried to justify it saying like look, I feel really bad for Amanda Huber and you know but then he, but then he went on, but then he went on to talk about. He thanked all the people who sent out emails uh, supporting him. What? And that he's like, because it was a Roddy Piper episode, he was like, well, there was no one I thought of but Bruce Mitchell, because no one knows more about Roddy Piper than Bruce Mitchell. And he just tried to justify it as like, he just he just tried to justify it as like. It's a very, it's very much a I'm sorry you felt that way apology, and saying and you know he's and and the line he also used was there were Bruce Mitchell fans who really enjoyed the show. So I guess my question is uh, about that episode: Was the Amanda Huber stuff even discussed at all? No, it was uh, no, it was basically it was just an episode about Roddy Piper. Okay, so I feel like that's a. You know, it, it's I, I kind of feel like at the end of the day, it's like... But it happened literally like l- literally like a month after he published the Amanda Huber article. That got him fired. Because he wouldn't retract it, to be clear, to the people out there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, it was like, base, it was like, yeah, like a month or two after it... Um, like a month or two after it happened, and then, yeah, it was it, so. Yeah, they were talking about because the Roddy Piper. That's that's it. The Roddy Piper documentary for a for a and E had just came out. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about that, and it very much felt like Bruce Mitchell and Dave Mel like Dave Meltzer trying to rehabilitate Bruce Mitchell's image by just refocusing on look at how much this guy knows about wrestling. Hmm. Hmm. And I feel like what makes this really hang here is the fact that the apology was the definition of like a non-apology. Yeah. Like, I'll, po- I'll post it for you if you want to read it. It's long. But, uh, but like, it very much has this, I'm very, I'm sorry you felt that way. And he's like, yeah, I could have handled it better. 
Yeah, no. Um, I think... All right, I'm going to name three. Okay. <sighs> hmm. Can you... This is hard. This is harder than I thought it would be. I think... Velveteen Dream, Ric Flair, CWA. Say that one more time. Velveteen Dream, Ric Flair, CWA. Ric Flair over Tommy Dreamer? Tommy, yeah, I have a completely different three. Tommy Dreamer, I feel like, you know, it, was a sh- it wasn't a great apology, but at least he tried. He, look, it was a... It was definitely a, I'm, I'm sorry I got caught with this apology. But, like, it was an apology. It was just a kind of shitty one. I feel like, remember the first one Ric Flair put out where he was like, everybody's telling me not to write this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, right. Okay, yep. I remember. Right. So, yeah, that should be on here. I feel like Rob Black over Marty. Oh, Rob Black over CWA. The thing I feel like about, like, you know, Rob Black being a piece of shit and, like, using Marty to get attention and then going, oh, what? No, I didn't know that this was Marty. Oh, boy. Ooh, whoops. Like, that's such a fucking Rob Black move. I'm not even surprised. The CWA statement makes my fucking head hurt. I'll put it to you this way, though. Rob Black couldn't even commit to being a shithead. Because Rob Black then immediately started to bat... Like, Rob Black then went, like, super hard into, like, XPW is cancel culture-proof wrestling. And, you know, you can't cancel what's already been canceled. And then immediately just went into this, like, oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, I didn't know that this was Marty Skrull. I I take full responsibility. It's like, if if you're going to commit, commit. Yeah. I almost feel like Rob Black deserves it for not willing to be enough of a shithead. But that fucking CWA statement where they're basically, like, they basically ran the whole fucking gamut of, like, oh, we care about victims, we care about things, but also he didn't do anything illegal. And, like, oh, we we don't, we didn't want to book him, but, like, oh, we have this deal and, oh, we just, oh, we were just forced to do it. We had no choice, but also, I mean, he didn't do anything wrong, really. Like... That statement was all fucking over the place. And, like, you know, again, the most non-apology. Yeah, fair. Like, Rob Black is a total fucking pussy. But you know what? He did apologize. CWA did everything in their power to, like, accept no responsibility and also get away with still doing the thing. Okay. So it's CWA, it's Ric Flair, and what's the third? Velveteen Dream. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Like, as much as I think Dave Meltzer's apology is probably the worst apology of any of them, his behavior was probably the least abhorrent. Yeah, like, he had a, he had a shitty guy on who wrote a fucking dipshit bad article and rightfully got fired for it. Like, Bruce Mitchell sucks, but, like, I don't know. You know, he he's a guy that had a shitty take, and 
when he got called out on it, was, like, refused to back down. Like, I don't know. That's not the fucking worst thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have our three. Which, which one's winning it? I think CWA wins this. I think CWA wins it. I'm cool with that. I mean, yeah, Velveteen Dream's not sorry, but of course he's not. Why would he be sorry? Yeah. He meant it. Yeah, he he's just he sorry did. he thought he's just sorry he thought you were being groomed. Yeah. Why you should let him keep grooming you. You only right. thought he was gro- you only thought he was grooming you. He's sorry that it wasn't clear. Yeah, look, he's just asked very normal questions like what school do you go to? These are the hard questions here. And somehow a a picture of his dick was sent to someone, but that wasn't him. He was hacked. That was Hulk Hogan's dick. Completely different. Congratulations, CWA. You fucking suck. Yeah. Ric Flair and the Velveteen Dream are the runners-up. Yep, that's our worst non-apology for abhorrent behavior. John, what's next? Thank God that Oscar is having fucking audio issues right now, so I can just move on and say Quickly, worst new say trend. Thank and you. the nominees are... The, my, my, audio, my audio issues are actually the real worst trend. Shut up. The nominees are... AEW blowing finishes to big matches. Wrestling companies running capacity shows because we all just collectively decided that the pandemic is over, I guess. WWE going in all in, no pun intended, on AR graphics. SmackDown and Rampage competing with each other. And pot shots about the ratings from WWE and AEW like it's goddamn 1997. These are all bad. Yeah. I think we can cut SmackDown and Rampage competing with each other. It only happened once. It only happened Twice. once, and then they learned their lesson. Well, it didn't happen the it second happened. time, because they just were, were like, I don't know, I guess we'll just put on, on a rerun. Okay. Or they put on like, Talking Smack, rather. Yeah. And I think that the pot shots about the ratings, it's and it was funny when Jericho was the demo god, now it's just kind of pathetic. Now you just get Tony Khan, like, tweeting articles from Fox News. He's like, well, actually, uh, we beat Fox News in uh, all categories on this one week. You know so, what? You know, I was kind of into that, though, just because, like, nah, man. F- in a, I, come on, I see you, Ryan. <coughs> I see you, Ryan Satin. In a vacuum, yes. You don't write. You don't write about AEW, but the one time you're ever going to mention them is say, "Oh, they're having ratings problems." Eh, fuck you, dude. I get it. I'm just saying, like, in a vacuum, it's funny, but it just feels again. It feels like we're one step away. We're one step away from the Jim Cornette shoots on Raw. Yeah. I mean, look. I feel like this is definitely. This is definitely something where it's like Tony Khan needs to do like everybody else d- needs to do. And that's log the fuck off. Because this is fucking dumb, my dude. But at the end of the day, it's not really on TV that much. No, 
But I mean, also <laughs> just I think like was on TV, it was stuff I kind of liked, like you know, Christian clowning on uh, how he beat Adam Cole every Wednesday. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I don't think it wins, but I kind of feel like it's top three. Which would you cut then? I think the blowing finishes to big matches. It's happened. It's happened twice. Um. But also, I'd be willing to just cut wrestling. Recently. Yeah, you. I. I don't know, man. Okay, fair. Winter's okay, coming. you know what? Actually, no. <laughs> I, I knew as soon as Oscar's gonna start going, all right, he's gonna freak John out. <laughs> Keep keep that one. I think the capacity shows. It sucks, but I also capitalism is the thing that sucks. Yeah, and I mean it... because un- the unfortunate the the unfortunate thing is, well, hey, the governments have said that they can do it, and it's not like there aren't people on this show that haven't gone to capacity wrestling shows this year. Yeah, I mean, at the, I don't know. At the they, end they, of the day, I feel like it is, it's, look, it's on the, it is on the venues to actually, like, fucking enforce these responsibly. Like, it's not, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's not fucking AEW's fault that, like, the vaccine check that we had when we went to fucking Grand Slam was just someone just looking at, like, you know, looking for a piece of paper. You could have just shown them a fucking, like... Best Buy receipt, and they would have said that was a vaccine card. John, I should have showed them a picture of Sting. Nah, that's the real Sting, man. What are you doing? Sting. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, it was fucked up. But it's hard to fucking... Yeah, look, it's hard to fucking hold them responsible for it. Mm-hmm. You know, even because, hey, at the end of the day, like even Ring of Honor was holding fucking shows with audiences. The company that like did everything right and fucking paid the ultimate price for it. Like, you know, at the end, they were they were doing it, too. Yep. You know, but I feel that, like the AR graphic, I feel like the AR graphics wins. <laughs> They're just so bad. Like, what are we talking about? You don't like the the doves coming out when Riddle kicks his shoes off? Like, or the really bad Roman statue? Like, literally, uh, the only good thing that has come out of this fucking in gimmick is goddamn that fucking Simpsons parody of the Roman statue. <laughs> the Roman statue is so good. It yelled and it sprays out the COVID on the crowd. It's great. Ah, it's, oh, I see you now. You're 20 feet tall and covered in gold. <laughs> you're, you're making me... You're starting to convince me that it should not be the winner. The awful Becky Lynch one. Oh, boy. They're so bad, and they're just, like, so fucking cheap. It, it really is just, like... More and more evidence of WWE not giving a single fuck about the live audience. Like, you know, yeah. you're you're there to watch a television show be made. You're not there to, like, actually see a wrestling show happen. Yeah, as someone who went to a SmackDown recently, it, it did kind of suck. I didn't get to see the giant Roman Reigns. 
I did get to look up the screen and see it on the screen, but I would have rather them do a hologram of the big Roman Reigns. Yeah, like, it's not, it is a fucking thing that is just not about the audience that is there. It it really does, look, I, I think it really says everything that we need to know about WWE now and their priorities, which is that, hey, if they could get away with doing the Thunderdome, they would. They are so, I bet they are so fucking bummed that they have to like actually deal with audiences that won't necessarily give them the fucking response they want again. Don't worry, they'll pipe in what they need. Yep, they which they, they fucking they, do. They learned that from the Thunderdome. But yeah, like I, I do genuinely feel like if they could find a way to fucking do a show where they have an audience that is basically just all people that they, you know, all, all people that they can control and tell exactly what to do, but don't have to pay to do it. They would. I'm convinced that the AR graphics wins. And again, they just all fucking suck. They, yeah. they all look stupid. Like, Except the Roman Reigns one. The Roman Reigns one is good. It's the only good one. Thanks, Vince. He's got to look strong, pal. I'm telling you, I, just him like doing the yell and spraying out the COVID, it's really funny. Fuck WWE for going all in on AR graphics. It's the worst new trend of 2021. Mm-hmm. Runners up AEW blowing finishes to big matches and pot shots about the ratings from WWE and AEW like it's goddamn 1997. Oh my god, this next category has so many nominees. Log off, dummies. I didn't realize there were that many bad promos. Oh god, there's so many. Yeah, I feel like there's more uh, bad promos than bad matches. Probably not, but you know... There were some fucking bangers. Worst promo of 2021. And the nominees are... Sammy Callahan and Alicia Edwards try to say words. Fail. From the uh, December 8th episode of Impact Wrestling. Sorry, the December 8th 2020 episode of Impact Wrestling. Because it was Mm -hmm. technically after our cutoff for some fucking reason. Yep. Drew McIntyre has a promo with a CGI 2020. From some WWE New Year's video thing. They... Oh man, do you think he's going to do it to 2021? No. Drew McIntyre is no longer uh, Drew McIntyre is no longer a going concern uh, as the main guy. To Oscar's point. Then who's Don't gonna, worry, Biggie will attack. be joining him soon. Oh man. <clears throat> Tony Khan tries to say words, fails, from AEW Dark Evelation Episode 1. Uh, Elevation, rather. Um... Dear God, Miz and Morrison are now making terrible reggaeton from the March 29th episode of Raw. The NWO's induction speech from the WWE Hall of Fame. The intro video to WrestleMania 37 of WrestleMania 37. Both nights. Titus O'Neil and Hulk... They used it twice! Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan introduced WrestleMania from uh, WrestleMania 37 night one. Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan introduced WrestleMania in pirate costumes from WrestleMania 37 Night 2. Bailey interrupts Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan and then some weird shit with the Bellas from WrestleMania 37 Night 2. Guy with American flag tattoo loves America, hate people who don't love America, 
Also, his baby is mixed race. From the May 12th episode of AEW Get Dynamite. It, get it I right. Swear, that doesn't make top three. I'm get it right. Man. Guy with American flag neck tattoo. <laughs> Not just any tattoo. True. American flag neck tattoo. Loves America. Hates people who don't love America. Also, his baby is mixed race. The sad part is, I don't even think this is top three. Look oh at my what else God. is on here. Shayna Baszler is scared it. of a doll. From the June 7th episode of Raw. Baron Corbin confronts John Cena from the uh, July 30th SmackDown. John Cena steals Finn Balor's Universal Championship match from the uh, July 30th SmackDown. Max Caster raps about Simone Biles, Duke Lacrosse, why COVID tests are fake, and claims his 19-year-old co-worker has a smelly vagina from episode 100 of AEW Dark. Alright, I want to see someone try to top that one. Moist TV featuring Xavier Scott Hall Woods from uh, SummerSlam. <laughs> oh, God. Seth Rollins talks about Edge for like an hour from uh, the September 17th SmackDown. Becky Lynch interrupts Bianca Belair getting the key to the city from Kane <coughs> from the uh, September 17th SmackDown. Mm-hmm. That stupid Becky Lynch Charlotte belt swapping thing. Holy shit. From the October 22nd SmackDown. The inner circle takes like eight years to pick which American top team members they will face at full gear while alluding to running a train on Paige Van Zant. From the November 3rd Dynamite. Casey Cottonzaro and Caden Carter have never gone clubbing in their life. I don't see it as a promo. It just seems like a gimmick. This was a this was a Twitter promo that they cut. Yeah, this was a Twitter thing. This is, this is a Twitter thing they did. I, I saw a video of them actually going to a rave now, so I don't think this is real. I don't know. Have you seen this promo? The promo's really bad. You guys should send me a link to it. It's John has it somewhere. Yeah, I'll find it. It's in Suzuki Goon somewhere. The Miz and Edge are dollar store MJF and CM Punk. From the November 29th Raw. And Vince McMahon enjoys firing people, especially right before the holidays. From the December 20th Raw. Oh my god. Oh, and watch this. In fact, let's let's watch this promo together. I'm putting... I'm gonna put it on my phone. So that the people at home can hear it. Oh, this is not good. So yeah, they're they're dancing. This This sounds like developmental people calling a developmental promo. If you were to upload this and get rid of the references to NXT and tell someone that this is like a funny porno intro, people would believe it. This feels like content made for OnlyFans. 
Let me see. This sounds like girls on Instagram. Oh, and they're so carefree. I don't think it's one of the top three worst, but it's not good. I feel very adamant about this Tony Khan promo. It's linked at the exact timestamp, and I would like you to watch it. It is why the phrase is. It's almost like why the phrase tries to say words fail exists. I have to watch this Matrix ad first. All right, now I'm watching it. Well, Kenny Omega's yelling the rating. Oh, hey. Guys, that was crap. You can't promise the matches. I made the matches. He makes the matches. I don't think this is that bad. It's not good, but it's not awful. He has to wrestle. That's that's pretty funny. I think that's funny. He he, he played Sidell's music and everything. I think that was fine. Yeah, it's look, it's it's bad. It's not there's. <laughs> Look, it's not good. It's Tony Khan is not television ready, but like, I don't know. That's kind of why I like it because it makes it kind of real, and because it does feel like, yeah, Tony. He's like when Tony Khan says, "I really don't want to be out here doing this." Like, oh yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I want to cut. This. It just feels like a guy. All right, I just wanted. I just wanted it acknowledged. Yeah. Look. I it's it feels like a guy who's awkward think... and doesn't want to be on television who's being on television because it's a special event and it, because it's and also because it's a YouTube show so it's not actually television. Yep. I think the Drew McIntyre pro Swint CGI thing can go. Yeah. yeah. It's it's bad but it's not going to hang. <laughs> I think the uh, the reggaeton thing should be cut because it's it's goofy as hell and I laughed. Hey, hey, hop, hop. I want to lock in the Max Caster promo. Oh, shit, yeah, dude. <laughs> no shit. I, I feel like that could be a winner. I, I mean, look, I feel like it probably has to win because of all of the of everything on here. They literally have like fucking deleted that from existence. Mm hmm. But yeah, we, we can get can to, I we can get to that later. I just want to make sure it's very clear. Yeah, no, there's there's no question that one's sticking around. Uh huh. I th- I think we can cut the NWO's induction speech. It was really bad, but it's a Hall of Fame induction it. speech. All Hall of Fame speeches are bad. It's true. Remember that Mr. T one? No, that was he good. Loves his mom. My mom he got a yeast infection. He pities the fool. If we're gonna keep any Titus O'Neil Hulk Hogan intro, it's the one in pirate costumes. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Yeah. But also, oh, if we're giving any promo, I feel like the Bailey Bellas one is the worst of the three. Yeah, 
Also, yeah. Because weren't they still wearing the pirate costumes for that? <laughs> yes. They were. <laughs> I feel like... I don't think it's a lock, but I want... I have uh, a lock. <laughs> I think... I don't the, have... Uh, I Here's the thing. Say, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think the Cody one's a lock. I don't know if it's a lock yet, and that's the sad thing. That Really? Okay. Honestly, John raises a good point about the Max Caster thing and why it's a lock, but that one, even I feel like, I don't even know if that one's a lock, because there's some fucking doozies on here. Oscar, I don't even want to know what's going through your head if that's not a lock. Okay, let's 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 do. There's about six here that I feel I really want to well, laser start... focus in. Okay, on. let's let's, let's do eliminate some, cuts. some more. Yeah, the I I don't remember the Baron Corbin thing, but I'm assuming dumb, it was but... probably the Baron. I'm assuming it was probably poor Baron Corbin, so that means it might have been funny. It was it was poor it was poor Baron Corbin. I think the other John Cena thing is worse. I think the other John Cena thing is worse, and I also think that the other John Cena thing doesn't. Yeah, because that's either. just John Cena being a dick. Yeah, that's and it's also just John Cena being John Cena. Yeah, of course John Cena would do that. It's John fucking Cena, the world's most entitled man. Now hear he me got out. His though. shit what? fucking like told to him and fucking like obliterated it mentally at the Firefly Funhouse match. And what did he do? Not nothing. Just still John Cena. Oscar, I have a question for you. This fucking yeah. guy. Would this promo, or would this segment have been better if after he stole the, the title match from Finn Balor, he gave him Bing Chilling? And then sang yes. a song to him? Yes. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to be clear. Or, or if he destroyed Finn Balor's uh, demon farm. Oh, man. Okay, here here's my here's my things that I feel like I want to laser focus in on. I, I want to cut more. Yeah, let's first, let's cut though. a couple things more. Like I have one. The moist then we get to talk the about moist TV stuff. segment. It was a dipshit advertisement for Smart Water or whatever the fuck water bottled branded bottled water that the Miz or uh, that Xavier Woods was shooting at fucking Miz and John Morrison. It sucked and it was stupid. At the same time. Eh, I, I kind of like Xavier Woods' Scott Hall costume. I also liked it. He had a toothpick and everything. It was I'm cool. just sad that we didn't get to see uh, the Kofi costume that he that he wanted to do. Was he going to be Kevin Nash? B- but he was also going to be on stilts. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. That's great. Yep. Oh, man. We, we, did see, we, get- we did see him wear his Kevin Nash outfit, but he didn't have the stilts. Fuck that. Can we cut the, the Casey Catanzaro, Kane Carter thing? Because it's a, just a dumb Twitter th- Oh, promo. man. I'm not ready yet. I'm not as ready. One of the, as, the t- as the first reply, as one of the top replies on there says, why are you dancing if there's no music? That's a really good don't, question. Don't worry about it. They're just vibing. I feel like we can cut that inner circle top team promo. Yeah. Sure. It was stupid and too long, but I'm pretty sure that was the promo that had the my face is not that fat line. 
<laughs> so I think we can also cut the in, we can also cut the intro video to WrestleMania. Yeah, because it's just a video from last year, just slightly different. It was rage-inducing to see the fake to hear the fake Jack Sparrow again. <laughs> I feel like it was intentional. But other than that, I mean, look, I'll say it. It was a it was a better video than the one from last year because it had less fake Jack Sparrow. Fair. Hey, good John, news. We've got it down to eleven. John, tell me about Sammy Callahan and Alicia Edwards. It was them arguing about like uh, Sammy Callahan was was feuding with Eddie Edwards, and like it was just a fucking weird, shitty promo that just didn't work because it was just them fucking like yelling over each other, basically, and like playing to a crowd that's not there because it's the pandemic. Seems funny. Yeah, it was more just like awkward and just like, oh boy, Impact, you're so fucking low budget. No, no wonder you live on Axis. So shall we cut it? Yeah, it doesn't hang. All right, now we have ten. Um, the Seth Rollins promo can be cut too. Yeah, it was not good, but I can't remember anything from it. It wasn't. So long. It wasn't good because it was just so long. And but like, it wasn't. So the promo itself wasn't bad. It was just. It took so fucking long to get to the point, and then it ultimately was just like. Ultimately, at the end of the day, even though it was really good, it's it was also kind of just Seth Rollins doing the same shit he's been doing. Of like, oh man, I I just like. Oh, I, I feel so bad. I feel so terrible. I, I I can't believe I did this. And then I realized, actually, no, this is a great thing I did this. Ah, I'm Seth Rollins. It was just obvious more than anything. And, okay. like, he talked for way too long. But it wasn't, like, bad. Okay. Here's my question. Looking at what we have left, do you think the Miz and Edge segment hangs? I still haven't seen it, so Oscar, you're gonna have to. I also haven't seen it. Which one? M- Miz and Edge doing their fake MJF CM Punk. Oh fuck! Okay, I watched this entire promo. It's it is so the one thing that I can give it credit for. It's only like it's only like five minutes long. Okay. But they are trying so hard to capture the intensity of that MJF CM Punk promo, including like Edge. And like I think the line that solidified it for me is this belongs on the worst list. Is when Edge just looks almost directly into the camera and he's like, Miz, the only thing you're good for is getting a cheap pop on the on an, on another show. And the crowd is like, I don't get it. Cause like literally the you're just a dollar store Miz line had happened that Wednesday. 
and they were so clearly trying to capitalize on, oh, the audience is going to think this is like the most, like, oh, shit, it's a bird at the other company, yeah. but it's a bird on Miz. It's like, you can tell they were so fucking proud of that line. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Miz and Edge do not have, this is their first confrontation. There is nowhere near the history it's so fucking bad. I get why you cut it, but God, there's some really strong ones. Also, I want to point out that the uh, the Vince McMahon one is past the cutoff. The cutoff was Winter's Cup. Fuck off. The cutoff. The cutoff should. The cutoff should just be the day before. The cutoff should just be anything that happens before we record this. Then we're gonna keep recording these later and later. But I get here. it. That's fine. We already do that. Yeah, but it still happened. I didn't want to, but you guys it's demanded winter was coming be the cutoff. Shall I cut like I, whatever? I, I get it? it. I just th- you're gonna get rid of it anyway, and I don't think it hangs as top three regardless. Yeah, I just don't think it hangs more than anything. Okay. It's just, I saw it, and I'm like, well, no, I don't, I don't think gray it, it out, deleted. don't get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, I don't think it needs to be deleted. I think it's I think I, it's totally fine to be there, and I don't think it, we need to go like, oh, I'm technicality. I think it's just not that great. Like, it's, it's just Vince being tasteless and out of touch as always, of like, oh, you thought that this was, you know, again, it reminds me of the fucking Kevin Owens, the when he was feuding with Kevin, when Shane was feuding with Kevin Owens, and like... When Kevin Owens was a heel, and he cut that promo on Kevin Owens, it's like I'm gonna if you oh you're gonna sue me for for a thing. Well, I'm gonna get my lawyers, and we're gonna fuck. I'm gonna like keep this in court for a billion years until I fucking bleed you dry. And like thinking that that's gonna be a babyface thing to say. It's okay. it's just Vince being as out of fucking touch as always, and it's just especially disgusting. In amongst all the actual, all the actual shit that has happened. Yeah, but you know what? Is it really that surprising or really that worse than having fucking Liv Morgan say, tell Becky Lynch that she's the reason that fucking all these people got fired? No. Can I just have to the... get rid of? Yeah. Can I cut the Casey Kanzara thing yet? No. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Is this a yes or no? Here's I had here here's my here's my two from the six that are left. Okay. The Becky Lynn Charlotte belt swapping thing. I agree. Uh-huh. And Shayna Baszler being scared of the doll. I don't know about that. I And I say this as I can't fucking believe that I'm not going after that Cody promo. I kinda want to go after that Cody promo. The Cody promo is really bad. He and in any him. other year I just feel like the Cody promo would win. He fixed racism. John, he fixed racism. And we're going to punish him for that. Yeah, but put him in the top three. 
I just... <laughs> the Shayna Baszler doll thing. So fucking corny. It's real shit. You... It doesn't make any sense for a fucking, like, legit former <laughs> MMA fighter to be scared of a fucking spooky doll. I think we can cut the key to the city bit. Yeah. Sure. It was dumb as shit, but also, hey, yeah, weird, a fucking, uh, you know, who'd have thunk WWE embarrassing a babyface in their hometown? And I guess you can make the argument of, like, well, for the audience at, at the, the arena, they made good on it by having Bianca win the fucking, uh, the, the dark, dark match. Dark match. But, you know, it doesn't play for TV. True. But I don't think it hangs. What about the Bailey segment? Bailey's segment was a train wreck. It's not... It doesn't hang with what's left. I agree. And I also... Again, I don't think that the Twitter promo hangs with these other two. Because I think it's going to be one of these other two. I'm willing. I also I'm ready don't to let think it go. the Twitter yeah. promo hangs. I'm ready to let it go. Okay. Okay. But God, they suck. They do. <laughs> it's real bad. Oh, and it's time for you to finally admit that Katie Cotanzaro was never good. I'm not going to say she never wasn't good, but she's currently not good. Alright, so we're down to the uh, solving racism or spooky dolls. I'm okay with either one of them, admittedly. Like... (laughs) So here's the thing I, I so, want to say about the Cody promo. Mm-hmm. It sucked, but when I think about that feud, the thing, you know, maybe this is because I had to watch it again because there's like a fucking Road to the Top episode about it, basically. <laughs> oh, God. But, oh, wonderful. Um, Part of this, like, do you remember the weigh-in that they did? Yes! I think uh-huh. that might be worse. Do you want to put that in and have that be the third one? I don't think the weigh-in's worse, if I'm being honest. The weigh-in didn't have Cody awkwardly saying, My baby is a... I have a beautiful black baby, a beautiful white baby. That is true. But the weigh-in also had that scale that didn't work. (laughs) I don't know. I'm really leaning towards the... uh... The, the the American flag neck tattoo. Big Show America. doesn't know how to work a scale, though. Excuse me, it's Paul White. Right, sorry. No yeah, more BS. No no sorry, I, I, that's on me. Okay, yeah, though, it's it's gone. It's gone. It, if it was Big Show, then it would have been better. Yep. But yeah, I, I would like it to be the Vascaster promo, the Becky Lynch uh, Charlotte belt swap, and the... Uh, the mixed race baby. <laughs> I think that's a solid. Yeah, race. look, Shayna Baszler being scared of the doll. I think Cody is actually a worse promo than the Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler being scared the of the more doll. I think about fucking it, sucked, and it was the Shayna Baszler one was just the Shayna Baszler thing is like legitimate character assassination, but it's not like they were doing good things with Shayna. Exactly before. what I was going to say, like. Shayna got fucked, but also, yeah, of course she did. What else were they doing with her? It's not like it's nowhere to go but oh, but up anyway with her. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck's sake, she was in a tag team with Nia Jax. True. Now, here's the question. Which one of the other two is the winner? Is it Max Caster? It's gotta or be Max Caster. The belt swap. I agree. I just wanted to say. I mean, it, it's gotta be Max Caster. They had, they literally, you, they removed that promo from it. existence. They nuked it Fair. in the sun. Yeah. That's how they bad fuck, it was. It doesn't yeah, it exist. It doesn't exist anymore. Tony Khan had to come out and be like, yeah, shit, this is on me. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take over like fucking editing dark now. And then Max Caster was gone for like ever. Yeah, and then Max Caster disappeared for a month because of it. We thought he got shoot fired. Yep. yep. So that's how you can tell it's a bad promo when you are worried that the person got fired yeah, for it. Like, this was a legit fucking issue. I feel like that has to be worse promo. More than just like a promo that sucked and Cody tried to fucking defend it by being like, well, I focus group tested it. And mm-hmm. a segment that was just a complete and utter dumpster fire because Becky and Charlotte have the two biggest fucking egos on the planet. But also, yeah, it was a belt swapping. Of course that was always going to fucking suck. You should have mm-hmm. just had two different people be champions. So you didn't have to do this. Okay. So yeah. Congratulations, Max Caster, you idiot. <laughs> Runners up, Cody and his mixed race baby, and Becky Lynch and Charlotte being fucking jerks. Word? We got a new category, y'all. This is a brand new category for this year. Category that, frankly, it's shocking hasn't been around before it's true. now. It's as if we tried to make this podcast shorter, and yet we keep making it longer. Worst new name. And the nominees are... Dewdrop, Braun Breaker, Zion Quinn, Bearcat Lee, Nikki A.S.H., Brutus Creed, Brooks Jensen, and Madcap Moss. I have one to eliminate right off okay. the bat. I think Madcap Moss is hilarious. <laughs> It's such a stupid name, but it makes me laugh. What does it mean? And he has the hat. He has the mid cap. That's the hat he wears. He says bad jokes and he laughs uncontrollably at it. It's great. You're selling me on this being top three. No. there's. I was ready to not have it. You're selling me on this. I think let's it's move fun. On. Let's move on I and think come back very to worse it. Ones. Who the fuck is Brutus Creed? Uh, <laughs> I also asked that before we started. <laughs> Brutus Creed is one of the Creed yeah, brothers. I know. Consisting of, uh, of, of the, the Diamond Mine in NXT. From the Diamond Mine. Yeah, so you know who but Brutus I Creed don't. is. I know that he's one of the tag teams. I don't actually know anything about Diamond Mine except for that Rod Strong is in it and... Malcolm Bivens is the mouthpiece, and there's some lady named Ivy Nile. 
I'm going to send you a picture of Brutus okay. Creed, and he looks like the most generic creator wrestler guy ever. Is he related to Austin Creed? Wow, he sure does. Oh, no. Oh, I don't like this. That's, that's a fitting name yeah, for him, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Brutus Creed's kind of an okay name. Like, what's his what's his shoot name? Or what was his other his old wrestling name? His shoot name is Drew Casper. That's that a cool, cool name. name. Spelt with a K. Less cool. Yeah, I don't like it as much. Brutus Creed's a good name. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay with Bruce Creed getting off the list. It just... I put it on because it sounds so... NXT rookie name generator. It does, but you know what? It's at least pretty decent. Like, yeah, I could see you're yeah, you know, look, if we're doing the, the classic fucking like Jericho Stone Cold test of like, you know, alright, think about this think about the person's name and say world champion. Yeah, world champion Brutus Creed, I could see it. Fair. Who is Brooks Jensen? What if Uh, I guess we could tell who made this list. Oh yeah, I made this list. I know, I'm just letting people know at home. I wonder who made this list, as we're asking you, who are these people? Uh, Brooks Jensen is, uh, he's also an NXT. I'm shocked. He's the one, he's the one that is, uh, Bull Buchanan, or, uh, yeah, he's Bull Buchanan's son. Could you give us a picture? I'm posting the picture. Okay. Where? Okay. He looks like yeah, a Brooks Jensen. I can Jensen. see him being a Brooks Jensen. <laughs> That's fine. I have no problem with Brooks it. Jensen. I have no problem with Brooks Jensen either. This is going to be hard, though. Who? Show me Zion Quinn. Zion Quinn is, like, an actual celebrity, though. He was, like, a, the rugby player, right? Yeah. Is that his actual name? No. No, his name is Daniel Vidot. Like, people actually so know did... him, is my understanding. Then why didn't they give him that, that name, then? The people I know don't him. know! And why did they make it Zion Quinn? With an X. <laughs> Oscar, do you have a picture of this guy? Yeah, it's just downloading. Okay. Oh, I can't download the picture because my computer's worried it's a virus. Let me find a damn picture. I, I, <laughs> you can just copy and paste it. He's a handsome man. They had him in some weird backstage thing where some some lady was like, Ooh, you're saying all that sexy. Rah. He seems cool. Zion Quinn's a terrible name it for him, is. though. I think that we that one should stick around. Yeah, I think Braun Breaker has to be I top think Braun three. Breaker has to stick around. Braun Breaker is what the fuck? Because you know what's a good ass wrestler name? Rex Steiner. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. I could see the top three being Braun Breaker, Dewdrop. And Nikki A.S.H. I think Nikki A.S.H. got her... We talked about that in Wars of Gimmick. Okay, then I don't, not... If I, my name is Nikki Almost a Superhero! 
Yeah, I think it's really bad. It's really bad, but let me tell you about Dewdrop. I I put Dewdrop there. I said Brombreaker, Dewdrop, and Nikki Ash. Oh, I thought you said Brombreaker, Zion, Quinn, Nikki. No, no, he said, said Dewdrop. Br- and Dewdrop. yeah, Dewdrop is woof. No, it's cool. Any day now, she's gonna turn on Eva Marie and say her name's Piper Niven. Any day now. Well, hey, they they now. trademarked Piper Niven, so any day now they're gonna change it back. Piper Niven was a cool name. Piper Niven was a cool name. You know what's a cooler name? Viper. What? Yeah. Piper, Viper, Piper Niven. She should have been allowed to keep that, but of course it's WWE, there can literally only be one Viper, because people are too stupid to understand that people can have similar names, I guess. No, no, that's why there can only be one cross. It was a uh, carrying cross. That's why Nikki had to change hers. And then they fired Carrion Cross. And now she's never going to get Cross back. Well, it's okay. She's probably not going to be there for much longer. I think we can cut Madcap Moss. Yay. It sucks. It does it suck, sucks, but, but, also it's so- Riddick, but also it's Riddick You're Moss. You're right. It is Riddick Moss. Who cares? <laughs> Bearcat Lee isn't a thing anymore. We don't have to worry about it. Also, they fucking do this to Keith Lee, though. Did we? Did we? Did we put Bearcat Lee in? Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's. Okay, yeah. He he got his. He got his due in most egregious. We can cut it. Yeah. And then the question is: Zion Quinn or Nikki Ash? I'm voting for Nikki Ash. At least Nikki's almost a superhero is at least stupid, but the gimmick is stupid. Yeah, but she, it, it's still a terrible name. Nikki Ash sounds like and a no, name. It's, 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 and they never pronounce it Nikki Ash. It's Nikki A-S-H. <laughs> Fuck. Zion Quinn sounds like, cool. It just doesn't make sense why <laughs> they gave this guy that name. Yes. Like... Zion Quinn sounds like a character named Hideo Kojima would come yeah. up with. That's why I no, like it. I think Bro- Broadbreaker sounds like a name Hideo Kojima would come up with. Yeah, Z- uh, <laughs> Zion Quinn is more sweary. Yes. Okay, fair. Die Hard Man. Nikki, almost a superhero. Even her name makes her sound like a fucking dumbass. She's not a superhero, she's almost one. Yeah, it's, 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 she won the title and it didn't change. Fair. You know what? Fair. So we got our three. Dewdrop, Braun Breaker, and Nikki A.S.H. And I, it has to be Braun Breaker, right? So here's the argument His I'm going to make. Okay. Dewdrop is literally making fun of her for being bi. Is that what that is? Yeah, apparently. Is it? I, I don't even uh, get it. I don't. I also don't get it. What's what's the what's the reference there? Um, uh, hold on. I'm I'm looking it up. It's a. I, it was in uh, Urban Dictionary though. I thought it was just a stupid name. Talk amongst yourselves. Brombreaker, though. 
when you literally have a Steiner. He looks yeah. and he talks like a Steiner. A dewdrop is a, a dewdrop is a woman who is romantically attracted to other women. That's oh, a mission society. Oh, okay. Hey, wait. Oh, and do I have permission to read off? Uh, it, it, uh, hey, John, I'm looking at Urban Dictionary. Yeah. It may please you to know that it's actually uh, it's actually two burns on Piper Niven. You're seeing the one that is a fat person taking a shit. Yes. When was that posted? August 25, 2011. Yeah, so that was after she, uh... Okay. Well, but all the things on here were posted Oh, they after. were? Okay. Yeah. I like the one that's just Piper Niven. Yeah. Piper Niven was renamed Dewdrop so, because so, Vince can't think of a good fucking name. So now I'm starting to wonder, like, what... Hmm. Oh... I mean, hey, there is a do a do drop D E W D R O P from August first, two thousand six, on Urban Dictionary. What's what's that one mean? The clear male secretion left on the tip of the pee hole after aggressively hugging or making out. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I I could I could see that. I still think Ron Breaker because it's literally could have been Rex Steiner. Yeah, Rex Steiner is a great name. It could have been. But also, I, I still feel like, even if I don't know how it's a burn, Dewdrop still feels like it's a burn. I, I would actually put Dewdrop as my last choice because Nikki A.S.H. is also egregious. Yeah. Like, if um, someone wanted to argue for Nikki A.S.H. to be the winner, I would be okay with that. Compromise Braun, here we go. Braun Promise. John, what do you think? <sighs> John has left I mean, the I just feel like <laughs> Dewdrop is so especially egregious, but... Yeah, right. I think also with the Dewdrop thing, though, the whole chorus of, no, you gotta let it play out. Trust me, she's gonna turn She's gonna turn on Eva Marie and say her name's Piper Niven. And then, oh, actually, I like that name now. Yeah, that was not good. It's just Shorty G all over again. You know what? I think Dewdrop wins. Right. At least world champion Braun Breaker, I I yeah, get it. I get it. It it works. It's just why did you change it from Rex Steiner? You had the fucking perfect name for this guy. Do you guys really feel confident about Dewdrop being the winner? Dewdrop is a joke. You took one of the best wrestlers, one of the best women's wrestlers, and made her liter and made her a joke. John? She's not in on the joke. Alright. Let's give it to Dewdrop then. Congratulations, Dewdrop. WWE really fucked you over, huh? Look, again, I think it I think it says a lot that like there's been talk lately that WWE trademarked Piper Niven. 
Because it seems like even they're <laughs> starting to realize, oh, maybe this was a mistake. Hopefully they fix it. Runners up, Braun Breaker and Nikki A.S.H. Because again, it's Nikki A.S.H. I legitimately thought it was Nikki Ash and I'm shocked by this news. Nope, it's nope. A.S.H. Fuck. It is Nikki A.S.H. <laughs> yep. Worst feud or storyline. <laughs> there are a lot of these, so let's do it. The nominees are Lacey Evans and Ric Flair, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega and the Elite and the Good Brothers and anyone else relevant in 2013 New Japan Pro Wrestling, The Miz and John Morrison versus Bad Bunny. Could probably add Damian Priest in there, but whatever. Damian uh, Priest felt like an Cody afterthought. Rhodes. <laughs> uh, you are Fair thing. enough. Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo. The Breakup of SCU, The Nightmare Family versus The Nightmare <laughs> Factory, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley and the Eternal Sands of Time, Elias versus Jackson Riker, Big E versus Apollo Crews, John Cena versus Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin lost all his money, but it's cool, he got it back, WWE Queen's Crown Tournament, Mustafa Ali versus racism. <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Edge. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Biggie versus the Bloodline. Survivor Series brand supremacy. Who stole Vince Why McMahon's is that on this egg? Because it was bad. Roman egg. Roman Reigns as WWE champion. MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Big E versus Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley. Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair. And Rhythm Bastard versus RetroSoft Studios. <laughs> I think that Big E, Rollins, Owens, and Lashley has just started. I think it's too early to call that one. Yeah. You're right, but it oh, it sucks. sucks. But, but it'll suck like... next year as well. Oh, I... They had Bobby Lashley... Pin all three people in the same night. Yeah, that's bad. What the fuck? So, do we want to keep it, or shall we get rid of it? Get rid of it, it'll... We can get rid of it, but what the fuck? Okay. Uh, do you want to hear my argument for why I added Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte and think it should be here instead of Shayna Baszler? Sure. Because the Shayna Baszler stuff, you know, you had Nia getting hypnotized and you had this this spooky spooky doll thing. But in the Charlotte feud... Remember when she hypnotized Zelina Vega in the, the ladder match, too? Was that part of the Shayna thing? Yep. No, that was afterwards. It was yeah. the Money in the Bank match. I thought that but, was still technically the feud was going on, wasn't it? I have no idea. Maybe. I don't, fu- I don't fucking but know. The Alexa Bliss Charlotte Flair one was Charlotte Flair just no-selling all this shit. And then also Alexa Bliss introducing a second doll named Charlie and selling t-shirts and the, selling the doll. God, I forgot. I thought it was Charlotte that introduced I the Charlie doll. I forgot about Charlie. No, Alexa Bliss introduced it and... 
forced Charlotte to have it. It sucked. Yeah, but also hear me out here. It ended with Charlotte ripping off Lily's head, and then we never saw Alexa Bliss again. But how long she like cried and had the fake foam coming out of her mouth? Yeah, yeah, I know. I could see the Alpha yeah, Seltzer tablet. It, it, we the all whole could. thing was awful. I'm, I'm... <clears throat> but again, we never saw Alexa Bliss or Lily again. I say, uh, let's come back here. Okay, I'm just saying I'd rather have that on here than the Shayna one. Seth Rollins versus Edge was fine. I don't know why it's on here. Which one? Seth Rollins versus Edge was fine. Probably because of the promo. It was... That one promo wasn't great, but and like yeah, the home invasion thing was stupid, but those matches were yeah. good. And they had that, and they had that cool brood entrance. Yeah. And I am... Gangrel didn't get to be on Dynamite. You hate to say it. I'm mad that the Vizic Man Egg thing is on this list. It was great. No, it wasn't. But I'm. It's I'm happy to remove it. It was it. I'm not ready to remove it, John. Just you yet. are trying to get one of those Cleopatra's eggs. Well, because it's worth a hundred yeah, million dollars. Yeah, because it's funny and it's worth a hundred million dollars. It's the real one. It's not the one from the movie, John. It's a real, the real Cleopatra's egg that The Rock personally gave him. Xbox is going to give me the Cleopatra <laughs> egg. Okay, it's going to happen. I, I got a kick out of this, and it made me actually tune in the Raw to see the disappointing conclusion. <laughs> Yeah, you got tricked into watching Raw and seeing Austin Theory stole the egg because he wanted to take a selfie with it. It's where it should have Which doesn't make that's sense! That's the outcome? That's the outcome! That's, that's... Austin Theory stole the egg because he wanted to take a selfie with it. And now he's best friends with Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon was like, I respect your moxie, kid. I would have done the same thing. If you ever steal from me again, I'll fucking murder you, though. Pretty pretty good. I don't think it's top three. I'd like to cut it. I'm not ready to cut it. Survivor Series brand supremacy. It's it's the Linden... It wasn't a story. Yeah, there's a story. It's just a... It wasn't a story. They literally gave it a week's build. You can't have a story in a week. It's, look, it's the Lyndon LaRouche of this list. It makes no sense, but it's a perennial candidate. Got him. Was MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. bad? Or was the match bad? No, I actually really fucking hated the feud. I, I, I like this, this feud. feud, too. I don't... I like those promos that MJF MJF some fucked up shit. They were fucking savage. I mean, I mean look, you know me. I don't like bringing dead people and family members into promos that are not wrestlers. It's my hang-up. Uh, whatever. Brian Pillman Jr. is cool with it. His family was cool with it. with it. I mean, I mean, look, you know, I'm not going to cancel anybody. As Brian Pillman Jr. says, we should cancel cancel culture. Uh. Why didn't we put Brian Pillman Jr. under worst person? 
Well, you can't say that, Oscar, because now that you've said that, I especially don't feel bad for Brian Billman Jr. getting jokes about his dead dad. Yeah. You know what? Actually, thinking about it, Brian Pillman Sr. probably would have been a fucking asshole. Probably. And also, <laughs> I feel like Brian Pillman Sr. would have been totally cool. Oh, absolutely. He would have pulled out his 9mm. We were robbed. I'm surprised that I'm surprised Junior. We were didn't. robbed of Pillman nine millimeter versus Armed Anderson. Oh, that would have been so good. Oh man. man. <sighs> what about the Baron Corbin thing? I thought it was goofy as hell. It sucks. It's not the worst. He he kept asking people for money, but he kept asking for way too much money. I hate sad Corbin, and I hate happy Corbin even more. His name is Happy Corbin now. I hate both of them, but I did kind of enjoy Baron Corbin eating out of the trash. <laughs> and Pat McAfee calling him a bumass. Yes, you do. It wasn't good, but it had its moments. Yeah. Roman Reigns' WWE champion has been eliminated without conversation. No, oh, it has been replaced by Roman Reigns' universal yeah, I champion. For, I, I, I mixed up Damn. which belt he had. I was going to eliminate on a technicality that he's not WWE champion. Damn it. I, I don't think John Cena versus Roman Reigns. No, it was a boring feud, but I feel like... I. It was just John Cena doing his greatest hit. I also feel like Roman Reigns' Universal Champion encompasses all of these feuds because they all suffer the same problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me about the Nightmare Family versus the Nightmare Factory. John is the number one QT Marshall fan. I'll let you take this. Wow, that's a, that's a really bad burn. <laughs> Remember when Cody and fucking QT Marshall and his jabroni friends, like, fought for a billion years? It should all... That was stupid. It should also be stated, Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Ugogo is part of that feud. It is part of that feud. As is fucking, uh... Dustin Rhodes versus Nick Camarado. Yeah, I realized, like, I was starting to put all of them in individually, and I was like, no, I'll just put in the Nightmare Family versus the As Nightmare is, Factory. As is, by the way, Billy Gunn versus QT Marshall. <laughs> it sure is. There's a lot of bad fucking feuds that spawn out of this stupid, like, QT Marshall being mad at Cody Rhodes bullshit. So can I can I say let's cut Cody Anthony Gogo and just keep Family Factory? Yeah, and I'm not even sure that's gonna hang all things. It's not gonna. I don't know, but I want to keep it in the conversation. I completely agree with you. There's other things we can cut first. Like I'd say Moxley versus Omega. Yeah, it pulled out fine in the end. It just felt like. It felt like, I think we got bad omens at the start of this, like, this is just New Japan's greatest hits. Yeah, and I think that it, I think that it ends up being fine. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I think that, you know, say what you will about the Good Brothers, they didn't overstay their welcome. Yeah. 
That's completely fair. <laughs> like, they got rid of them at the right time. Yep. Even if I didn't love them being integral to the ending of the fucking exploding barbed wire deathmatch. I also say that we can probably get... We can, I, I, I put it on here, but we can get rid of the breakup of SCU. Yeah. Look, I understand your point about it, but the thing I will say is that, no, the breakup of SCU actually had some good shit in it, and they did some good work for it. The problem is, once again, they did a bunch of cool promos that you only saw if you watched Being the Elite. Yeah. Stop with this bullshit, you idiots. Anything else we can cut? McIntyre Lashley versus the Eternal Sands of Time. Yeah. It was bad, but it wasn't the worst. It's a perennial exactly. candidate whenever a feud the goes matches, on too long. The matches were decent. Even up until the end, the matches were decent. It's just the feud went on way too fucking long. Mm-hmm. Can I can I put can um, I put it in a lock? Yeah, okay. I want to lock in Rhythm Bastard versus RetroSoft Studios. <laughs> <laughs> this is our list. I think that's one of the most intense, one of the most awful feuds of the year. Look, we did keep telling Rhythm Bastard to stop fucking subtweeting RetroSoft. And subtweeting it to a bunch of games game developers who can see this and are are going to be like, dude, what are you doing? At the end of the day, though, he did get his he did get his album back and was able to release it. So. Yeah, but here's the question: How many other games has he worked on? How many other games has he wanted to work on? I'm sure. I'm sure there has been. He just didn't talk to us about it. <laughs> It's possible. I don't think we should eliminate it yet, then, if we're not locking okay. it. Okay. Okay, that's fair. We can come back to it. <laughs> Instead, we can eliminate Big E versus Apollo Crews. Yeah, I feel like it'll get its due elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that shit sucked, but, like, it wasn't... It wasn't egregiously terrible. Mm-hmm. It just continued some of the things I don't like. Like, you know, it was definitely one of those telltale signs of, like, Oh right! This is what Biggie is going to be as a babyface champion of just like he sometimes is a dick that takes shortcuts for no reason, and we're supposed to act like that's cool. Oh, you mean a WWE fa- babyface? Yeah, basically. So, can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. The Queen's Crown Tournament. Are we counting that as an event or a story? I think that should count as a story and not an event because it wasn't an event. It went over a bunch of shows. But it was purely matches, though. Yeah. It's still a storyline. Fair. I just... Because I don't think it's one of the worst storylines, but I could make the argument for being one of the worst events. I don't know if it counts as an event. I feel comfortable saying it it can... I feel comfortable saying that it will... That it can be in contention as an event. I just don't know that it hangs with the other events that are in there. Okay. And I also don't think it hangs for feud storyline. No, I don't think it hangs for feud storyline. Yeah, I, I don't think it hangs here. Especially because it was way too short for there to even be any storylines. 
Yeah, exactly. What was the like the cumulative length of those matches was what twenty minutes? The cumulative length of those matches was shorter than uh, every match except the final was shorter than any single match from the TBS tournament. I thought you were gonna say shorter than an, an Undertaker entrance. Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But like when the company that has the reputation of the bad women's division has be- has a better women's division tournament than you. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think we can cut Lacey Evans and Ric Flair as it was mercifully cut short before it could ever really get off the ground. Thank God. Never been happier for someone to get pregnant. That's an odd statement, but I respect it. <laughs> Is it time to get rid of the egg yet? Because I really like the egg. No. No. I don't I I think there's three worse than the egg. Here's the thing. I think we can cut Biggie versus the Bloodline because it is encompassed by Roman Reigns as Universal Champion. And also it was barely a feud. Yeah. But and it was barely a feud, and yet Biggie managed to look like a punk in every single match. Well, yeah, because he gets the tribal chief. It's like, he is your WWE champion, and you never... He's the WWE champion, the champion of Raw, which is meant to be, like, your flagship number one main belt. Not not anymore. Not ever since Fox gave him all that money. I get it, but it's like, the WWE champion means something, and you have punked him out so hard in the favor of Roman Reigns... It's fine, it's Big E, who cares? What was the Lashley-Goldberg feud? It was the, uh, the first... Was it WrestleMania was the first one, or was it at Crown Jewel was the first one? No, it was the SummerSlam. SummerSlam. No, they had at a SummerSlam, but they had two matches. Yeah, and then Crown Jewel was the second. Oh, Crown Jewel was after, okay. Yeah, because yeah, it was yeah they had the match at, they had the match at SummerSlam that was basically just uh Bobby Lashley wants to fucking murder his son uh or yeah Bobby yeah Bobby Lashley like yeah Gage or whatever his name is jumps fucking Bobby Lashley and, and Bobby Lashley hurts him Goldberg's like I'm mad at you bro and then Bobby Lashley fucking murks uh Goldberg's leg at uh at SummerSlam while Goldberg's like I'll kill you. And then they had their match at uh, at uh, Crown Jewel. Yeah, and the build of the, to the Crown Jewel match was Goldberg saying it's le- murder is legal in Saudi Arabia. I'm going to murder you. Well, he would know firsthand because Which he's is Jewish. Ah, oh, man. I think we can cut this. I, I think the whole murder thing was really funny. Yeah. Like, and also Bobby Lashley won, which was the correct... In the, in the SummerSlam match, which was the correct choice. I think we can cut Miz and Morrison versus Bad Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. It was a dumb celebrity feud. Agreed. They put the right person in with the dumb celebrity. Yeah. It took him a while, but he finally eventually benefited from it. Alright, I'm gonna say three. Okay. Nightmare Family versus Nightmare Factory. Okay. Roman Reigns is Universal Champion. Yeah. Who stole Vince McMahon's no. egg? I was with you for the first two, but not the last one. 
we can cut Elias Jackson Riker because it just fizzled out and nothing happened. And they're both dead now. Yeah. Uh, you you want to hear my three? Nightmare Family versus Nightmare Factory. Uh, Roman Reigns is Universal Champion. Rhythm Bastard versus RetroSoft Studios. I would like him to still keep doing I'd Rather Not With Us. He'll never know. <laughs> He'll never know. I mean, you want to talk about Rhythm Bastard versus RetroSoft? We, we did when you stepped away. <laughs> okay. Talk about it more, then. Rhythm Bastard lost his feud. He's, and now he's unemployed. <laughs> yeah, but also his music wasn't in Retromania, so maybe he wins. Yeah, and but he's, he got paid, and he got to and he got to sell it. He got paid, and he got to sell it. That's pretty. That's pretty good. People still get to hear the music. Did anyone listen to the music? I don't fucking know. Did anyone play Retromania? <laughs> they, Apparently, some people did. I don't believe that. Giant Bomb played it back when they talked about video games. I'm not saying they enjoyed playing it. I'm saying that people played it. Okay, fair enough. That's a good distinction. So, yeah. Oscar Giant Bomb never talked about video games. Don't lie. Should we cut uh, Mustafa Ali versus racism? Actually, my three is Nightmare Family, Nightmare Factory, Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali. All right. G give us your case on that one. You know how we gave Max Caster worse promo because they literally had to, like, pull it from existence? Yeah. Remember that Mustafa Ali promo that he was talking about? How it's like, oh, man, this is the promo they wouldn't let me do on TV. And then it was so bad that John and I were both like, damn, Vince McMahon actually made the right call on this. It actually didn't. If it didn't make it, then you know, does it actually count as part of the feud? It it was continuing on the direction the feud had been going. Hmm. I don't know that I'd say it was bad <laughs> as much as it's just there's no way that that WWE would have done it right. I feel like I'm, if we're gonna like, do a third, I think it's one of those things where it's like I feel like. I feel like if he was allowed to, if Mustafa Ali was allowed to do it as he wanted to do it, I think if if it was in a different company, I think this could have been good. But this is the company that did Muhammad Hassan. You know what? I'll put, I, then I I guess yeah, cut it because it didn't get the chance to be as bad as we know it was gonna be. Yeah. I would like the third to be one of the Shana or one of the Alexa Bliss ones. My, th I, I'm actually with John on the three. It's, it's Vince McMahon's egg. No, I like the egg. They dedicated like half of Survivor Series and f an episode of Raw to this dipshit fucking story that's just an advertisement for The Rock's fucking movie that he won't be on to advertise. Yeah, let's not let's not forget that let's not forget that they used the egg to bait you into thinking The Rock's gonna be here tonight. Everyone thought The Rock's gonna be there tonight as a fucking <laughs> jabroni. But they still at 
they still heavily advertised it as if it was going to happen. All right, listen, I will let you guys put the egg on the list if it doesn't not win. It's not going to win. It's not going to win. All right, then I will I will concede and I'll let the egg be in the top three, even though you guys are wrong and bad. <laughs> the ending was Austin Theory stealing it to take a selfie with it because he couldn't just take a selfie with it in Vince's office. Oh! <laughs> John, it... It's perfect. Exactly what the story, what it, the story deserves. All right, so we got our three. What's the winner? Roman Reigns is Universal Champion. I don't. I don't see it, but I'll go with it if you guys feel strong about it. I think Roman Reigns is like one of the worst. One of like the worst world champions in WWE history. I wouldn't go that. I'm not going to go that no, far, no, you, but I think that Roman I but I think that Roman Reigns continues the exact problem that they had with Brock Lesnar of like he elevates no one. No one actually looks good coming out of a feud with him. No one's stock is improved coming out of a feud with him. They all just go back to the fucking mid-card where they languish forever. I would actually make like, the argument it's worse than Brock Lesnar. Because Brock Lesnar, at the end of the day, only had, like, what, four matches a year? He wasn't on the show every week. The entire program wasn't built around this heel world champion. You know what this reminds me of? The Reign of Terror. Yeah. Like this is this is triple H this is triple H and O between O two and O four level shit. Yeah, and I think that you know, look, I think it is also very clear that when Roman is not on the show, the shows are fucking dire because they don't care, and it's basically they do the Poochie thing of when Roman Reigns is not on television, everybody should be saying, "Where's Roman?" So, so what do you guys think? Is it Roman? It's Roman. It's Roman. All right. Name again. Name a single person that has come that has come out of a feud with Roman Reigns looking better than they were going in. Jey Uso. Yeah, like the Usos got made to look like jabronis. Kevin Owens went came out of it just like fucking doing Kevin Owens show for fucking half a year. I guess Brock Lesnar's stock didn't fall. But it's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah, like Brock Lesnar's like the only one. Cesaro immediately fucking went back down to the mid card and like, you know, fucking had to give his win back to fucking uh Seth Rollins immediately after for no fucking reason. Edge got chumped out by him twice, not including, you know, including both the the match where he and Daniel Bryan were stacked up on top of each other and the match where Roman Reigns wouldn't give him the visual pin that he should have gotten. Yeah, that was fucked up. I'm, I'm okay with this being the winner. And the Finn match. Uh, Dear God, the Finn oh. match. Yeah. Is that on the list? Yeah, of course it is. Okay, I good. I don't I don't even have to look, of course it is. So John, tell us the winners and the runners up. 
Congratulations, Roman Reigns. You're the worst feud storyline with your Universal Champion reign. Nightmare Family versus Nightmare Factory and who stole Vince McMahon's eggs are the runners-up. Egg. Egg. All right, gents. It's time for the Crown Prince Muhammad bin Salman presents Worst Non-In-Ring Performer of 2021. I just want to point out, we we have so many categories left and we're just hit the point where we ended the other podcast. This year was real bad. Okay, I just wanted to inform you guys. In more ways than one. All right, I'm ready to go. The nominees are Anon Verk, Rick Boogs, Dan Lambert, AW commentator Chris Jericho, Lily, QT Marshall on Roads to the Top, Mark Henry, and Corey Graves. I think we can easily cut Dan Lambert because we can now finally acknowledge, yeah, we were getting work. He's yeah. the fucking worst, though. He's the fucking worst, but we were getting worked. I know, but he's still the fucking worst. Tell me about... Yeah, fuck him. Tell me about QT Marshall on Roads to the Top. QT Marshall did this bit where he was talking about how wrestling is like sex. <laughs> it made me really angry. Why wasn't that on Worst Promo? It's not a promo. It's... I don't know. Why. Yeah, because it's Roads to the Top. <laughs> you know what? I'm willing to keep QT Marshall here for the time being. Oh, I think he might be top three. Did Adnan Verk stick around long enough? No, he was there for like a month. <laughs> Two months. He's fucking awful, though. He was bad, but you know what? They <coughs> fucking did nothing for him. They really didn't. Who is he anyway? I know he was a commentator, but like, he's famous, right? He was a he's a baseball commentator. Oh, fitting that a the the guy from the bad sport is bad at his job. Damn. Sorry, pastime. It's not a sport. Damn. The only time I recognize baseball as legitimate is 1992 to 1993. Fuck off. <laughs> Moving on. Don't like it. Rick, Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs is top three. No, he's not. Fuck you. I don't understand why AEW commentator Chris Jericho is here. Because he was really bad on Rampage when that started out. I thought he was okay. I I thought I found him, like, really fucking annoying. And, like, he actively detracted from the show. I don't, I don't know about that. It's not top three. I just want to call out that it was really bad. Do you want to know who my top three are? I think it's QT Marshall, Mark Henry, and Lily. I'm saying QT Marshall, Lily, Rick Boogs. I don't. I don't know. I like Rick Boogs. No, you like Rick Boogs. I hate Rick Boogs. <laughs> I know. I do. I said it. John, 
I hate Rick Boogs. But do you hate him more than Mark Henry? Yes. Oh. Mark Henry was a bad is bad on comedy. He's bad as a backstage person too. No, I like his is it's no no time for talking. It's get to the main event. I like that. What about Corey Graves though? Corey Graves, I want to stop fucking talking. Yeah. Agreed. He won't though. He won't stop talking. He should do that. He should really stop talking. What about Lily QT Marshall Corey Graves? Oh, I do hate QT Marshall. <laughs> that sounds like a really solid three to me. Oscar? Uh, yeah, sure. Compromise Corey. Okay. So, then who wins? I feel like... I feel like Lily wins this. I don't hate that choice. I don't know if it's the right choice, but I don't hate it. Only solace I can take is that Lily's fucking dead now. Lily is fucking dead. You know who we wish was dead? QT Marshall. <laughs> In Minecraft. I'm not going to disagree with that. In Minecraft. <laughs> no, we didn't say we were going to kill him. We said that we wish he was dead. Okay, fine. That's, that's distinct enough. <laughs> Do you think QT Marshall wins this? I would be okay with it. I, I, I kind of love the choice. I love it. I I am very annoyed every time I have to see QT Marshall. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds like a yes to me. I'm trying to find... I'm trying to find the clip from Roads to the Top, but I can't find Thank it. Thank God. That show's been erased. <laughs> so, John, tell us who won. Do I have to? The Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman presents worst not in ring performer. There's a documentary about QT Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dear God, why? It's called Rose to the Top. <laughs> like I'm not even joking. Look at this. The fuck? No, I'm good. I'm good. Congratulations, QT Marshall. You fucking suck. In Roads to the Top. Yes. In general. You know, no. In fact, I'm going to change it. Because QT Marshall outside the ring, as just like the manager of the Nightmare Factory, fuck that too. Yeah, okay. QT Marshall is the double whammy. He's fucking a creepy weirdo on fucking uh, Rose to the Top who makes me wonder why Cody has these friends. <laughs> and he leads the worst fucking faction. Well, we'll get to that, actually. <laughs> sure will. Who are the runners up? Lily and Corey Graves. All right, let's move. Let's, let's keep moving. Corey, you're, you suck. He does. Like... 
he needs to fucking stop. And I know that he pretends like I'm just being like Bobby Heenan. Like you're the, you're the wackest Bobby Heenan. Yeah. You don't understand the fine line that Bobby Heenan walked between just shitting on fucking people and make, and making it so nobody would care about them. Yeah. Bobby Heenan like got people over. (laughs) Yeah. Name a person that Corey Graves has gotten over. He got one over his wife. Oh. Uh, Let's keep moving. We got a lot left to do. <laughs> worst person. Nominees are. Define what's worst. Drake Wirtz. What's worst person? Fucking horrible person. For like, non in ring reasons. Yeah, for non wrestling reasons. Just in, in life. Yeah. Nominees are Drake Wirtz, Hannibal, Izzy's parents, Jim Cornette, Kane. Kevin Sullivan, Ric Flair, Rob Black, Ryback, Sasha Banks, Tommy Dreamer, and the Velveteen Dream. I hate all of these people. Yep. Uh. Okay, so Hannibal, I I want to lock into top three. I'm gonna say three. Sure. But I also Drake Wirtz, Hannibal, Izzy's parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks sucks for her anti-vax shit, but also whatever. Sasha Banks is an idiot. Yeah. Um, Velveteen Dream has already gotten his due. Yep, Velveteen Dream is. We'll never work in this industry again, probably. So you know what? Same with it all works. Same out with Tommy it. Dreamer. Uh, I feel like Tommy Dreamer will potentially. In the that. sense of Tommy Dreamer has gotten his due. Yes, that is true. Yep. Speaking of people that are definitely done forever, Ryback. I just want to talk about the saga of Ryback, though. Let's hear about it. So Ryback feels as... Tell me the tale of the Ryback. Ryback has felt as though his tweets aren't getting enough engagement on on Twitter. Weird. I can't believe he <clears throat> cares about what Ryback thinks. And so he's been getting his like audience to harass Twitter employees, who happen to all be female, by the way. Not Jack. He's just randomly tagging female Twitter employees to get them to DM... To get his fans to DM them, hey, when are you, why aren't you promoting Ryback's Twitter? To the point where, like, some of them have had to literally private their accounts. Jeez. Ryback fucking sucks. I'm okay with keeping him around. He's not top three. Alright, fair enough then. Rob Black is Rob Black. <coughs> okay. Rob Black is an idiot, but also Rob Black was an idiot in 2002 when this cat, when he should have won this award. Sure. Kevin Sullivan, I'm just not even surprised. So you know the reason why Kevin Sullivan's on here, right? Yeah, because he was pushing people not to fucking, to, he was pushing people to kayfabe the Hannibal incident. Yeah. And be like, don't involve the police. Don't make a big thing out of it. We got a kayfabe. We got to protect the business. Like, that's just he's that's just like shitty, a shitty old school wrestler 
who can't get out of their mentality of like protecting the business. Kevin Sullivan is the kind of person who, despite me knowing for a fact he didn't kill Chris Benoit, if you told me he did, I wouldn't be shocked. Fuck. Yeah, not wrong. Uh, Ric Flair, it's not new stuff that made Ric Flair bad. I don't know. I feel like him getting out there afterward has also been really bad. What I do want to call Ric Flair out on, though, is the weird desperation to, like, how he's so desperately trying to get AEW to book him. And also talking shit on WWE about how they have his belts that he made famous and he wants it back since they won't, they're trying to erase him from history. Well, but like, this stupid podcast. <laughs> I think Ric Flair should stick around. He's had a really bad year. Kane is dumb and an asshole and a libertarian. And anti-mask while being a government official. Yeah. Yeah, he is, I mean, in fairness, he is definitely, like, using the little bit of power that he has to fucking defy mask mandates and, and be as shitty as possible. Remember when, remember when, like, people said that he was the smartest person in the locker room? And had Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, kept talking about how, like, look, we don't agree politically, but he's just such a smart person. Yeah, I feel like Daniel Bryan might be kind of a dummy. Yeah. I can't believe the guy who is... Vince McMahon is one of the smartest people. I can't believe the guy who has had multiple concussions thinks Kane is smart. I can. That said, Kane, the shit that Kane is doing has nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah. Is it worse? Is it related to wrestling or just worse person? I feel like... I feel like there's a difference, though, between... Like, at this point, it's Mayor Glenn Jacobs who is... We're getting so many layers removed from wrestling here. Okay. Yeah, it's not the actions of Kane. It's not the actions of Kane doing something to, to or about the mm-hmm. industry. It is Mayor Glenn Jacobs using his power as the mayor of this stupid fucking, like, township or whatever it is to fucking do his weird fucking libertarian mm-hmm. politics and defy mask mandates. To make a point about big government. Does Drake Wurtzen also count? Yes, because he got fucking fired for his bullshit. And he's like actively trying to start his own company now. Wait, he is? start his... Wasn't he running for like a fucking Congress seat in Florida? That's what I thought. Right, he was. But also remember that he used like... We know the stories about how he used his power th- that he had backstage of doing things like uh, storming out of meetings f- from Triple H about diversity and being racist. Oh, okay. Okay. I think he can stick around. I just... And then, yeah, also, you like, using his power as a WWE official, like, backstage official to fucking, you know, push people to his fucking... Uh, QAnon save the children bullshit. Ugh. 
and now trying, you know, after getting fired for the fact that he wouldn't fucking stop this shit and kept making the company look bad, trying to leverage that to get a fucking political office on, a cancel culture silenced me! I got my dream job and the, the, the Wokanistas took it away from me because I want to save the children! Jeez. Yeah, Drake Wirtz wins. It's it's it comes down to who are the other two. I think okay. Hannibal wins. I can see either one of them winning. Hannibal is all Hannibal is absolutely top three. I could see it being Drake, Hannibal, and Izzy's parents. Well, that's where we were originally. I think we were just running through the list of why we were knocking out everybody but those three. Okay, so we'll take Jim Cornette and Rick Flair. For me, it just comes down to like. Hannibal is a violent drunk who should not have been allowed in that match. And almost he absolutely he absolutely deserves to be in the top three for, yeah, like the shit that he did. He fucking like legit assaulted this person, stabbed them in the head fucking seven times. It's fucking horrifying what he did. He belongs nowhere near a fucking wrestling ring ever again. Um, I don't know. It's like there's a part of me that's like, A, look. Clearly, he's got, like, fucking alcohol and mental issues to be able to do this fucking thing and then, like, you know, to release a statement playing it off like he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And... And is still, and is still like, doubling down with his YouTube channel, like, oh, just you wait till you see the real footage and how hardcore it is, and... Yeah, he's a, he's a piece of shit. He's a horrible fucking person. What he did to this to this referee is fucking criminal. To me, it still just comes down to, yeah, but Drake Wirtz had actual power within this company. Uh, Fair. And then when it was and then when it was taken away from him, he still tried to leverage, you know, his position that he had to fucking try to move to a political office where he can do even more damage to people with his fucking insane beliefs that got him fired. All right, I. I can and also did you know and grant and again like he fucking had people come to these parties and these fucking like save the children event you know like we already know that he got fucking Bobby Fish involved mhm true uh and and don't forget that as <laughs> in his power he also uh protected Matt Riddle yeah bro Are we going to even make an argument for Izzy's parents? So I want to know why why is Jim Cornette here? Did he do something this year? Yeah, I want to. Um, he did. I, I can't. I, I should have fucking marked down what the exact comment he made was. Um, let me just Google Jim Cornette racist 2021 and see. You guys got a lot of results. I'm just gonna let you know. While you're doing that, Izzy's parents, Izzy, the you know the the Bailey super fan from WWE mm-hmm. or from NXT, like she uh, she does shit in the wrestling world now. She interviews people. She's involved in WoW for some reason. Oof. She trains as a, a wrestler apparently. Hmm. Her parents sell $20 meet and greets for her. Gross. Which is, uh, weird as fuck. That's gross. 
Yeah, it is. Um, <clears throat> so I think his name is Wesley. He's one of the, the MSK people. Yeah. He made a comment that was basically like, I don't think, you know, about like, is he training uh, as like a 13 year old, 14 year old? He was just like, I don't think kids should be trained to be wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's irresponsible for for parents to be training kids to be wrestlers. Uh, Izzy's parents, uh, being the attention seekers uh, that they are, um, have gone since been going to NXT events and get, trying to and getting the crowds to boo uh, MSK and turn against them as revenge for the comments that Wesley made about Izzy training. Very cool. Here's an extra wrinkle to this. Uh, for a time, Izzy was training with Chase and fucking Rance. Oh, God. Yeah, so uh, Wesley was right because this business is filled with fucking predators that fucking, you know, literal fucking, like, people that have been, that have gone to jail for statutory rape. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Izzy's parents are trash. They're fucking trash. I don't know if that makes them the worst people. They should be top three at least. But I would, I would like to hear why. I'm not, I'm uh, not finding the most recent thing. I know that there was a. <sighs> okay, I think here it is. Um... No, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not finding the exact thing. I know that there is a recent. Okay, yeah. The most recent thing. Jim Cornette calls Karushita one of Twinkle Toes' Japanese sex objects and an interchangeable outlaw mud show girl and refuses to watch her match with Serena Deeb given that she won. So he's basically just still doubling down on all of this. Well then. Sounds about right. At a point, I, I you know what? It's like, I could see an argument for him replacing Izzy's parents, but also, I kind of don't want to even acknowledge his bullshit. Yeah, because it, it's, it's never stopping. We should acknowledge something that's going to be you know, specific for this year. Yeah. And Izzy's parents can especially go fuck themselves and people should know what their bullshit is. I think Izzy's parents takes it over Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette was a... Jim Cornette still sucks. Yes. Yep. So, Drake? Drake, I'm, yeah, you've made an argument for Drake winning. Yeah, I'm down with it. Fuck you, Drake Wirtz. You're the worst person of 2021. Hannibal and Izzy's parents, you are not much better. Word. Worst tag team or stable. And the nominees are RK Bro of Randy Orton and Riddle, Super Brutality of Rhea Ripley and Nikki ASH, The Nightmare Factory, bah, The Nightmare Factory, rather, of uh, QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, Nick Comorado, and Anthony Agogo. Toxic Attraction of Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. And the Hardy Family Office of Matt Hardy, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, The Butcher, The Blade, The Bunny, and Helico, and Jack Evans. 
RK Bro Factory, and I don't care about the third. No, RK Bro isn't shouldn't be in the top three. Look, Owen, I I know you love fine. your sex pests. And also, John just said RK Bro is fine. Stand by my statement. RK Bro is a terrible gimmick, and I hate them. And both members are sex pests. They are both sex pests, but yeah, like I don't know. They're they're both sex pests. I don't like them, but like they're fine. Their their bits are kind of funny. It's definitely running out of steam. They shouldn't be doing this for much longer. But I like they won't. It's it's fine. They're fine. Whatever. They don't draw any ire in me other than I don't care about seeing Riddle or Randy Orton because of the people they are. Yeah. I can't believe Super Brutality is still a thing. I thought that was going to be a one-off thing, and yet they keep going with it. Super Brutality is a fucking awful. They don't blend together at all. And, like, they don't do anything fun with that, like, opposite-to-track thing. No, they're just together for no reason. Yeah. Like, they don't seem like they particularly care about or like each other. They're just kind of, like, allied for some reason, and okay, yeah. It's allied because they literally have nothing else for them. How about Super... How about... Nightmare... How about Nightmare Factory, Toxic Attraction, Hardy Family Office? I was going to replace... Toxic Attraction with Super Brutality. I like that. Alright. I just think Toxic Attraction sucks, but... I think Toxic Attraction... Look, Toxic Attraction does suck, but, like, I feel like Toxic Attraction is very... And, like, I I could see an argument for we give to Toxic Attraction as a, you know, fuck NXT 2.0 and their bullshit and, like, how they are especially doing the women's division fucking dirty. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they're definitely very representative of that. But, like, when I really think about it, like, aside from it just being, like, you know, the NXT, yeah, like, the NXT women's division used to be, like, fucking super prestigious and matter and be cool. Although, like, hey, it's not like I cared about Raquel Gonzalez at all. Um, you know, Mandy Rose, G. G Dolan, JC Jane, I never had any expectations for them. I never liked Mandy Rose. So, like, whatever, she's down here doing this thing in the developmental show that who cares about because they've just so fucking destroyed NXT's stock with with 2.0. Like, kind of whatever. Rhea Ripley, they just keep fucking burying this woman. And I don't understand it. Yeah, it does make sense. She's so cool. She's so unique. She's got a great look. She's got a fucking very different style from a lot of the women that they have on that roster. And yet they just fucking keep making her look like an asshole. Fair. They had her they had her beat fuck yeah, like after they had her fucking lose to Charlotte at last year's WrestleMania, she gets to fucking beat Asuka at this year's WrestleMania. Then immediately lose it to Charlotte in a terrible fucking feud. Oh, yeah. That also went on forever. She then, like, gets involved. Then, like, fucking Nikki A.S.H. joins the feud. This fucking joke of a character who's just, like, terrible. Mm -hmm. 
Then they put them together for some fucking Yeah, there's no reason why they should like each other. And yeah, now it's just her being dragged down by this fucking joke character. It's fine, John. They won the the tag titles, because those mean a lot. And then they lost them. And now they're still together, and I don't know why. Rhea Ripley has basically been demoted to 24-7 status. She she doesn't even get to do the 24-7 stuff. So it's kind of worse. You know what? Not wrong. Are they the... Are they the worst? Or is it the Nightmare Factory? It's the Nightmare Factory. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw hardball fastball at you. Hardy Family Office? I think it's the Hardy Family Office. Oh boy, we got a contentious category then. John, tell me why tell Look, me about the Hardy Family Office. You know that I hate QT Marshall more than anything. It's true. I would be more than happy for them to win this category. And if and if you are not swayed and still think that it's them, you know what? I'm cool with it. Let's go, baby. But the Hardy family office. Now, I've made it very clear on these shows. I like Matt Hardy. I think he's cool. I think that he brings a lot to being here. I think that they can do a lot with him. I thought that it was a great idea that they... Pr- put him with private party i thought that that was a good way to build him up and then he wants to go okay he's doing this big money mat gimmick i'm kind of into it it's cool he's gonna build a stable all right fine name a single person in this stable that has come out looking better the bunny i mean she did tie with roman reigns in the ratings like, the bunny actually has gotten TV time, and that's pretty pretty okay. But, like, you know, Butcher Blade and Bunny, we've already established that they're just mercenaries. So, like, putting them up with these two, like, kind of just doesn't really do anything for them. Especially when you're just having them, like, fucking lose a bunch of the time. Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy, they started off, it seemed like to me, like, you know, hey, these guys are young and green, but, like, they could be a, a next big thing. Like, I don't... Th- want to see them anywhere near the titles anytime soon. They're fucking jokes at this point. Mm-hmm. And like, and Helico and Jack Evans, yeah, it was something for them to do because it's not like the hybrid two was doing anything else anyway. But like, I just feel like, you know, I feel like stables should be something that you put together to have like, because you have ideas for how you're going to use these people to grow like, a concept or a character or like benefit everybody. It just feels like they've thrown these people together just to have something for them to do. And it bums me the fuck out. I would be okay with giving it to them. That said, the more I think about it, like I'm not angry. Anytime I see these people on television, I just, Kind of just shake my head, just like, oh god, really? Mm -hmm. This again? More of this Orange Cassidy shit? I fucking hate the Nightmare Factory. I wanted nothing more than to never see them again. To have them have QT Marshall and his idiot jabronis banished to the Dark Zone after (laughs) fucking No More BS Paul White beat him on that fucking pay per view. 
The fact that he's on dynamite again makes me fucking mad. <laughs> oh man. Alright, so are we giving it to the Nightmare fa- Factory? I think we have to give it to the Nightmare Factory. The Nightmare Factory has just pissed me off all year. And did I mention the QT Marshall is the fucking worst? I think you have. Yeah, I think the Nightmare Factory takes this. Let's do it. Fuck them. I don't care if I'm getting worked or not. QT Marshall can fucking eat a dick. Word? Fuck you, QT Marshall. And Aaron Solo. And Nick Camarado. And Anthony Agogo. The Nightmare Factory. Anthony Agogo's cool. He deserves better. Hey. Remember that Billy Gunn match? And how Anthony Agogo took forever to punch him in the goddamn <laughs> stomach, which supposedly gets the win? Okay, fair. Runners up for Super Brutality of Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. And the Hardy family office of Matt Hardy and his idiot friends. There's too many of them. I'm not going to say them all. Worst <coughs> women's division wrestler of 2021. All right, let's go. The nominees are Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Raquel Gonzalez, Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., Eva Marie, and Penelope Ford. Hmm. I'm think that we can easily lock into Alexa Bliss. No. Ooh. Okay. Nia Jackson, Eva Marie. Sure. I'm not willing to lock in Eva Marie. Okay. I don't think. I don't think Eva Marie was around long enough to be truly one of the worst. She was. She was. I say this, and I say this. She was real fucking bad. I'm not disagreeing, and I say this as someone who's like one of the few actual Eva Marie fans. But do you want me to make a bold lock here? I think we should lock in Becky Lynch. Okay. She has sucked this year. It's, she's had one of the worst years of her career. She's real bad. What do you think? She's real bad? How about Bliss Jacks Becky? Okay. Yeah. Rhea okay. Ripley and Nikki ASH got their due in the other category. Raquel Gonzalez is a whack baby face, but she's she's fine. I still don't get her. I don't like her. Like, she's not, you know, she's a, a nothing character. She's a, a mediocre character, but, like, she's not terrible in the ring. She's fine. Penelope Ford is harmless. Yeah, Penelope Ford is not good, but, like, again, she's not terrible. She she does the job they need her to do. Should we add Charlotte? Mm. No. She annoys the shit out of me, but okay. she isn't the worst wrestler. Because I might say that Charlotte is worse than Alexa. I, I don't know about that. I think 
when she's wrestled, when she's actually wrestled in the ring, she's been pretty solid throughout. Like even the the match with Becky at uh, Survivor Series, where I gave no shits about. Halfway through that match, it was the I went, best match of that night. Yeah, like halfway through the match, like this is actually really good, and I'm mad that yeah, it's it, good. It was the it was the best match of that night. It's true. Okay, fair. Um, I just so fucking hate Charlotte. Oh, I I understand that. I think, nevertheless, I still think Nia wins this. She always. This is the last year we get to give it to her, so let's do it. Oh, right, they released Nia. They sure did. And she's retired. So this is our send-off to her. Nia, you were never good. Sorry. Let me check. I know this, I know this feels like kicking you while you're down, but you know what? She's not like most girls. How many... Yeah, how many people did you injure again? Wow, she wasn't even nominated in 2019. She did definitely win last year. Yeah, she did. Runners-up Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch. That's Becky Lynch. That's cr- God, this gimmick is just fucking cringe. Yeah, it's crazy. She's there, but she earned it. Worst men's division wrestler. And the nominees are... Riddle, Rick Boogs, Jackson Riker, Odyssey Jones, Evil, Joe Gacy, QT Marshall, Roman Reigns, and Von Wagner. I like the QT Marshalls here. Well, he wrestled. I know, but I enjoy it. Fucking hate QT Marshall. <laughs> so goddamn. Fuck it. Let's let's give it. To, let's let's have him win this one too. Let's go. I'm not ready to say I that I know, yet. I'm kidding. Is QT Marshall going to become our new Kona Reeves? No. I'm I'm okay with that. No. I don't think Rick Boogs should be on this list. Rick Boogs is really bad, though. <laughs> he doesn't wrestle much. But he is really bad. But he's in the ring, it's fine. The few times that I have seen Rick Boogs wrestle, he's a perfectly competent, if boring, wrestler. Yeah, I don't think he's the worst. Alright, cut him. He's a shitty character. And I think there needs to be more than that. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Ozzy Jones, Oscar. Ozzy <laughs> Jones sucks! He's a... He's he's the latest in, or he's you know, one of the many boring, bad wrestler football players that WWE has signed, and also his gear says one thing and one thing alone, and that's get blue sphere. I'm not I'm not opposed to him being on this list. I just wanted to hear. He also gets to be on 205 Live. Yeah, he's 405 pounds. Oh my god. Alright, he can stick around. (laughs) Is Joe Gacy bad in the ring, or have we given him his due? I think we've given him his his due. due. I couldn't tell you a single Joe Gacy match. We fought Rod Strong at War Games. It was fine. (laughs) Oh, right. Tell me about Von Wagner. Von Wagner's weird. That's it. 
my favorite National Lampoon movie. Shut up. I don't. I don't have that much of an opinion on Von Wagner. I didn't add him. I didn't add him. I think I added him. I mean, I must have added him. No strong feeling about him? No. Just the few times I've seen Von Wagner, he sucked. Okay. But also, you know, he lives on NXT 2.0. You gotta grade with a curve there, I feel like. Yeah. I have a three. Yo, why has Evil been so fucking bad this year? I, I wish I knew. It's because Granted, he was also bad last year. But Jesus fucking Christ, this, this heel turn, what is Gato fucking doing? Yeah. How I, about... How about Evil QT Roman? I was gonna say Evil Odyssey Jones and Roman. John? I'm thinking about it. I mean, QT already got his due in another category. QT does suck. QT does suck, but you know what? Like, QT is decent in the ring. Alright. I hate him. I hate him so fucking much, I never want to see him. Mm -hmm. He's not a bad wrestler. I just hate him because of whom he is. You know what? I'm okay with Evil Odyssey Roman. I am. I am okay with that. Okay. Jackson Riker doesn't hang. Riddle, we don't like him for other reasons that aren't his wrestling. Correct. I have a feeling I know who you guys are going to pick. But I, even though I think it should be Evil. I'm picking Evil. I think it should be. I think it should be here. Oh, all right. I thought you guys were going to try to give it to Reigns, but okay. No. Roman Reigns, is, Roman Reigns is horrible booking and, like, boring-ass wrestling, but, like, again, his the bigger, the bigger problems with Roman Reigns are the fact that he makes all of his opponents look like shit. Not that, like, he's actually, like, terrible in the ring. Mm -hmm. Evil has just had shitty match after shitty match. Yes. He sucks. Like, it looks like he's... I don't know what it is if, like, he's just, like, just completely changed his style because of this fucking heel turn, or he doesn't give a shit anymore. Why like, not both? That that match with Shingo was fucking awful. How do you get a bad match out of Shingo? Like, I know! Okay. It doesn't make sense. And Odyssey Jones, you know, yeah, even with the grading on, even with the NXT grading on a curve, Odyssey Jones, uh, I don't know. Odyssey Jones is one of those people that I feel like is going to be pushed harder than he has any right to be. But congratulations to Evil. You were awful this year. Try harder. Everything is awful. Well, yeah, it's 2021. Yeah. Well, it was 2021. Now it's 2022. Ossie Jones and Roman Reigns are your runners-up. Yep. 
worst event all, of 2021. All WWE. The nominees are WWE Hall of Fame, WrestleMania 37 Night 2, Hell in a Cell, SummerSlam, the Cre- Queen's Crown Tournament, Survivor Series, and WrestleMania Backlash. I have one lock for this. It is it Survivor Series? Series? Yeah, it's Survivor Series. It's Survivor Yeah, it's Survivor Series. I feel like we could also, if, if we're counting the Queen's Crown as an event, we can also put that in there. How about yeah. Survivor Series, Queen's Crown, uh... Mania. Was Mania Night 2 that bad? Randy Orton versus The Fiend, the Nigerian drum fight. Let me let me look at the rest of it. The only like half decent match was the triple threat main event, and I've soured on that. It's understandable. Alright, here's your card for WrestleMania 37 night two. Randy Orton versus the Fiend. Uh-huh. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Tamina. Oof. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with, with special celebrity guest Logan Paul. Sheamus versus Riddle. That match is pretty good. That match is Apollo good. Crews versus Big E. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka and the Triple that Threat. That that Rhea Ripley match is pretty good. It's a shame what happened after, but it was pretty good. SummerSlam <clears throat> was a pretty weird and fucked up show. SummerSlam was weird. SummerSlam was weird. That Cena match wasn't good. It sure wasn't. We also, what else do we have in that show? Uh, we had <coughs> Game Over Return of Becky. Oh, yeah. It's- Alright, SummerSlam. RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos. Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Damian Priest versus Sheamus. The Usos versus the Mysterios. Becky Lynch versus Bianca. Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal with Veer and Shanky banned from ringside. Uh huh. Charlotte. I hear Veer's coming to Raw. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Roman Reigns versus Cena. I, I could see SummerSlam <clears throat> being the third. I will. My argument is it's fucking WrestleMania. This is like meant to be your best show. And night one was actually kind of decent. Like, it seemed like you were going to have, for the first time in a long... Like, for the first time in, like, five years, a decent WrestleMania. And then you just put on one of the most unbearable cards I've sat through. Yeah, see, here's the thing, though. You just mentioned it's been years since they've had a decent WrestleMania. But night one... But night one seemed like it was... Night one seemed like, okay, the two nights thing is working. These mat- the night one was breezy, fun to watch. I had a good time with it. Yeah, but s- still. It's a two-part show. I don't know. I guess I expected more. No, that's your problem. <coughs> Just because 36 had those cool cinematic matches. I'm talking about night one of I'm talking about night one of uh, thirty seven. I know. I'm saying you, you had high expectations for WrestleMania because both nights of the previous year had cool cinematic matches. 
Yeah. But also night two of last year was also, or of 20, uh, yeah, WrestleMania 36 was also terrible. Outside of the Firefly Funhouse match. John, what do you think? I have no strong feelings about this. You do or don't? I don't. I feel like SummerSlam... I think they are both bad shows. SummerSlam also had the, the Becky thing. Yeah. And that really set... I I was enjoying that show and for, you know, for the most part until that happened, and then I was soured throughout the rest of the show. I'm I'm okay with it being Survivor Series SummerSlam Queen's Crown. Yeah, because I remember doing the podcast with John, and I was like, oh yeah, I was having a good time. And then, the, as soon as that match happened, it was all downhill. And we were having an awful time. And the show was so long. Hey, Gable Stevenson come out. Yeah, he's... And that other lady. And of course, the company signed the one that's a alleged rapist and not the, the the cool lady that was way more charismatic. Yep, he he got drafted to Raw. He'll, he'll be there eventually. Tonight is the night. Survivor Series is fucking awful. So we have Survivor Series, Queen Crown, SummerSlam. Those are the three. Survivor Series wins. Oh yeah, no shit. It was the worst show of the year. To John on the podcast. That we did for that, John and I both said, yeah, this was the worst show period of the year. The Queen's Crown Tournament was terrible and a joke, but you know what? Cumulatively, the match time was like 24 minutes, so... Yep. Yeah! At least it wasn't like four hours like Survivor Series was. Oh god, so long and nothing mattered. And also, Survivor Series had the bullshit with the egg. 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 And again, as we were talking about before, it was the first fucking uh, Survivor... It was the first fucking pay-per-view of this new Peacock era of, here's a billion ads, please enjoy. That's not true. Money in the Bank was. No, Money in the... Didn't, money, I don't remember Money in the Bank having commercial breaks. I, was or was it SummerSlam? I thought it was Survivor Series was the first. I one. remember one. It be, started to be bad. People were like, oh, this sucks. And I remember I, it was some. It was SummerSlam because I didn't have the commercials here, and you guys did, and we were talking about that. Yeah, I thought there was one before Survivor Series, and that was the one. It wasn't as as bad, but Survivor Series it got way worse. All right, then. That's right, because it was SummerSlam, because remember, we Alexa Bliss was making her entrance, and then we we missed it entirely? Oh, yeah. That was fucking weird. All right, yeah, okay, fair. Nonetheless, Survivor Series is just goddamn awful. Fucking Agreed. Runners-up SummerSlam and Queen's Crown Tournament. All right. We made it. Worst match, let's go. You get to do what I did last week. Asuka versus Alexa Bliss from the January 18th Raw. Lacey Evans versus Charlotte from the February 8th Raw. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships from Elimination Chamber. 
Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss from Fastlane. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega in an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Championship. Fuck you. From AEW Revolution. <laughs> your your criticisms are noted and ignored. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. It's not how you spell his name. Uh, in sure is it. From NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver Night Fuck. Two. Lana and Naomi versus Billy Kay and Carmella versus the Riot Squad versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus Natalia and Tamina in a tag team turmoil for a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match on night two of WrestleMania from night one of WrestleMania. Randy Orton versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt from WrestleMania 37 night two. Big E versus Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum fight for the WWE Intercontinental Championship from WrestleMania Night 2. Billy Gunn versus QT Marshall from the uh, April 21st Dynamite. Damian Priest versus The Miz versus Zombies! A lumberjack match from WrestleMania Backlash. Oh yeah. Jake Hager versus Wardlow in an MMA-style match from the June 18th Dynamite. Shayna Baszler versus Alexa Bliss at Hell in a Cell. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship at Hell in a Cell. Karrion Cross versus Jeff Hardy from the July 19th Raw. Chris Jericho versus Juventud Guerrera in a match where Ho- Jericho must win with a top rope move from the homecoming edition of AEW Dynamite that is the August 4th episode Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss from SummerSlam Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, no wait, sorry, no wait sorry, Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship from SummerSlam Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg for the WWE Championship from SummerSlam John Cena versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship from SummerSlam See why we put SummerSlam under worst event? Yeah, no. Shingo, Taka- <laughs> Shingo Takagi versus Evil for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship from New Japan Wrestle Grand Slam Night 2. The Gun Club versus The Factory from the August 25th Dynamite. Paul White versus QT Marshall from AEW All Out. Roman Reigns versus the F- Demon Finn Balor in an Extreme Rules match for the Universal Championship from Extreme Rules. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Damian Priest from Survivor Series. Team Raw of Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina versus Team SmackDown of Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalya, and Tony Storm in a Survivor Series elimination match from Survivor Series. And Blood Hunter versus Carlito in a World Class Pro Wrestling Texas Championship match from World Class Pro Wrestling Texas. December 11th. Okay. And now let's explain that we are going to get a top 10 list and it will be ordered. And the f- and we're going to go through rounds of locks and eliminations. And I think we'll f- start off first with locks. And John, you can go first. Locks or locks first? Locks first. The Damien Priest Miz lumberjack match. Yes. It's dumb, but sure. You can veto it if you want, Owen. No, 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 it's, it, it should be on the list. I'm just saying, I I enjoy how stupid it is, but it should be on the list. 
They did a zombie thing in June. As you do. Well, yeah, because... Sorry, May. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead was coming out. Obviously. It's a promotion. Oscar, you're up next. Uh, I'm going to lock in... I'm going to lock in the Bianca Belair-Becky Lynch match. Yep. Yep. And I am going to lock in Roman Reigns versus the Demon. No arguments. See, that's why I was locking first, because it's easy. Now we're doing two rounds of eliminations. John, you're up first. Paul White QT Marshall. Okay. It was two minutes. It was dumb. Yeah, it, I didn't... Who cares? I didn't want to see it, but also... Who cares? It was two minutes. There's worse QT Marshall matches on the list. Yeah. Oscar? Fuck you, cut the exploding barbed wire death match. Vito. We're actually going to do this? <laughs> oh, we're doing this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> go for the throat, Oscar. Uh. Cut. <laughs> cut Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. I think that was actually like one of Goldberg's better matches. Sure. No, that was the one where they fucking... It was, oh no, Goldberg hurt his leg. Wait, which is the one I'm thinking of? The Crown Jewel. Are you thinking of the Crown Jewel Probably. One? That's why it's not on this list, because that match was or okay. Was, where it was, like a no, it was like a no disqualification. Okay, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, Bobby Lashley Goldberg is the one where Goldberg went, ow, my leg, and then Bobby <coughs> Lashley... Actually, no, Bobby Lashley lost that match because he was, like, beating Goldberg with a chair or something. Or, or no, was it like Goldberg was unable to continue? Yeah, it was referee stoppage. Right! referee yeah. stoppage. And then he, but then he hit him with the chair in the leg. And then Gage came out. <laughs> they sent for, for fake hook. <laughs> it is true. And fake hook sucks. Also true. Uh, I think think we can... I don't know if it's top ten, but I'm not ready to cut it yet. Well, well yeah, I, I, I thought it was a different match, so yeah. I'm not... I know, I know. I'm just saying. You don't want to veto it yet? Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. Like, I don't know if it's going to make it top ten, but not yet. Cut. Honestly, I think we can cut... Tell me, which, which was the Nakamura Priest match? It was the uh, the pre-show match at Survivor Series where the whole match was basically uh, Rick Boogs playing guitar on the outside and annoying Damian Priest. Oh no, that's, and never then, mind, that's Dane. Yeah, the match, uh, Nakamura wins the match when Damian Priest gets pissed off at, uh, at Rick Boogs playing guitar on the outside again and beats him in the fucking face with the guitar and then beats Nakamura in the face with the guitar. Sounds like uh, a good match for Oscar. I th 
honestly, I feel like, as disgusting as it is, we can cut Bloodhunter Carlito. The thing that happened, the the reason that we are discussing this didn't happen in the match. Yeah. And it wasn't a and it wasn't a planned thing, or it wasn't the planned thing. It was a piece of shit going into business for himself. Yeah. Okay, it's my turn. Can someone tell me about the Lacey Evans Charlotte Flair match? This was the last match. This was just a kind of. This was the last match Lacey Evans had before leaving for being pregnant. And only notable thing. And it's also notable of just like it was a really terrible match between two people that have no chemistry together. Yeah, it was bad. Is it top ten bad? Probably not. Then I, I I'd like to cut it. All right, John, you got another cut. Jericho Huvitu Guerrera. It was it was sloppy, but it was mostly just sad. Yeah, but it was really sad. It was really sad, but I don't know that being really sad about how Hoovy just looks so old and, you know, really doesn't have it anymore. Like I don't know. I didn't it was it was a bad it was a bad match, but I didn't go into thinking like this is one of the worst things I've ever seen. I just went out of it came out of it being like God, I just, man, I'm glad that Hoovy got a payday, but man. Okay. Oscar? Cut the exploding barbed wire death match. Veto. Cut John Cena versus Roman Reigns. That was not a good match. John, what do you think? Yeah, we can cut it. Okay. It wasn't a good match. It wasn't a good match, but it wasn't it wasn't offensive. It was just painfully dull. Yeah. All right, my turn. I'm gonna cut the exploding barbed wire death match. Veto. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, that would have been good. But yeah, Oscar. I, I just wanted to be the one to kill it because I'm the one who put it on there. Fair enough. Because John John joked about it, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna do it. Okay, now we get locks. Shingo Takagi versus Evil. Yes. Yes. Fuck, Oscar. Man. Uh, who? There's one on here. There's two on here that I feel are really like easy locks that I feel are going to be locked in next round. Okay. But there's one on here that I. 
Then do it. Actually, the thing is, is that I don't, I feel like I want to lock it in because it was so fucking terrible. But by that same point, I see four matches on here that I just don't know if I can, in good conscience, be like, this was worse. Well, we have six more to put in. I'm going to lock in Jake Hager versus Wardlow in the MMA-style match. I didn't see yeah, this okay. match, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah, this match was a fucking mess. Did, yeah. did, did Hager kick him in the dick? A lot happened that I'm not entirely sure was intentional, but it was... It is one of the messiest things I have seen on Dynamite. It was fucking rough, and it felt like they didn't know what they were doing. Did Hager hit him in the dick? I don't think they did that spot. Then fuck this yeah, match, then. Fuck this match, then. You want to know what I'm locking in? I'm locking in the Survivor Series elimination match. Yeah, right. The whole back half of that match was so god-awful. Alright. We're gonna do one round of eliminations. John. The Adam Cole-Kyle O'Reilly unsanctioned match. Hmm. Vito. Okay, I mean, it's great. It's greatest sin was that it was boring as fuck. Which is a pretty big sin. That's a pretty big sin, considering who's in this match. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, it's, it's, it, it is... It's the last year we're ever going to get to talk about NXT main event syndrome. You know what? Fair enough. All right, in that case, um... Remember, these are cuts. I know. I know, I'm just um... saying it to the audience. Does our audience have the attention span of a raw viewer? Well, so these are long podcasts. Sometimes you zone in and out, you know. Oh, so they are like a raw viewer. Yes. The tag team turmoil match. Really? Uh... I've already used my veto, so. Uh... I'm okay with cutting it. Yeah, like it's look. It's not a good <coughs> match. It's fucking you know. I, I hate I hate gauntlet matches to begin with, so it's never gonna work for me. Like, I feel like the worst, most boring team won. Um, there, I I also have to say, for me, there was the added element of I have not watched any WWE since Survivor Series 2020, and so just as every one of these teams came out, I had the reaction of what the fuck is this pairing? Why is this a team? Here's the thing, Oscar. Uh, as someone that had watched a little bit of WWE programming in the lead-up to WrestleMania, I had the same reaction. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Oscar, give us an elimination. Like, it was... None of the shit made sense, but, like, it wasn't horrible. It was just like, yeah, they they just made a bunch of the teams look like jokes. I think... But who cares? It's the women's tag team division. It basically doesn't exist. I think we can cut 
the gun club versus the factory. Okay. I, I didn't see it, so sure. It's a boring dynamite match. No reason to be on dynamite. I would like to cut Nakamura versus Priest. Okay. All right. I didn't watch it, so I have no. I didn't watch the pre-show, so it's fucking stupid. It's just stupid. Okay. We each get one more lock, and then we decide the last entry. John, you're up first. I see two that should be locked. Yeah, me too. Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. Yep, that's one of them. Oscar? Randy Orton, Alexa Bliss. That wasn't the one I was thinking of, but uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'll lock in the other one, then. I'll lock in the Nigerian drum fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then... For the 10th spot, Shayna Alexa. I was going to say the unsanctioned match. Shayna Alexa had hypnotism. Did it? That's the one where Nia Jax was hypnotized. That's right, that is the one. And didn't she, and is that the one where uh, where Shayna or like Alexa paralyzed Shayna's leg somehow? Or was that a different match? That was a different match. That was uh, the latter match, wasn't it? That no, makes... the latter match was the one where she hypnotized, uh, where she hypnotized <laughs> Zelina Vega. God, Alexa Bliss is dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we want to put Shayna and Alexa, or do we want to put the unsanctioned match? For me, it's between Shayna, Alexa, Eva, Alexa, and the unsanctioned yeah, okay. Like, Oscar. Shayna Alexa is more egregious than Eva Alexa. Yeah. And I think. Okay. I'm fine with that. <clears throat> I think then it has to come down to the question of do we measure bad by largest quantity of bad or the biggest absence of good? That's too meta for me, man. And I. Because here's the thing. Shayna Alexa was always going to be bad. Adam Cole, Kylo O'Reilly did have a lot of potential. And it squandered all of it. And it probably killed both of those people in NXT. I don't think it killed Adam Cole at all. I think it did. It definitely killed Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. No argument. So are we going with it being Shayna and Alexa? Or do we want to switch it at the last second to the unsanctioned? I thought that's what we were deciding. If it was, that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I'm asking you guys before we move on. What are, what are we doing? Are we locking it in, Shane Alexa, or are we going to switch it? I think let's switch it because we already have Orton Alexa for. We already have two. We already have like two fiend bullshit matches. That makes. I'm I'm, I'm cool with that. And also, yeah. this is our last time to have an NXT main event. Be recognized. Because we'll never acknowledge NXT again. Now we can spell Kyle O'Reilly's name correctly. <laughs> we still didn't spell it correctly. 
Well, maybe he should spell his name normally. Wow. I think that's the number 10 spot. The unsanctioned? Yeah. Yeah. For, for now, I'm cool with that. I think Survivor Series is number nine. I. Hmm. Okay. I, I was going to put the MMA match at number nine. MMA match, I, I feel, is eight. Higher. Like, yeah. not much higher. It's still bottom half, but it's. Okay. S- That's fine. Do we put the uh, the zombie match next? I'm going to... I know it represents something really bad, but Bianca Belair Becky Lynch was like 25 seconds. I, I would rank that just one higher than the I would rank match. it higher, yeah. I would rank it higher because of the just the implications of all the lying and the web of lies that they put together. All right, hear me out. Drum fight, Becky, MMA. Drum fight, MMA, Becky. Okay. Yes. That's that's very satisfactory. Do we put the zombie match next? Mm, what do we have left? Shingo Evil, I think, is a number five. Or... Well, well, I don't know. I think Shingo Evil was worse than the zombies. Yeah, I put yeah. that at number four. Zombies five, Shingo four. Then... Orton Bliss? At three, yes. Oh, I don't know. I was thinking Orton Bliss might be might be winning it. No, I, I, I think uh, Orton Wyatt's going to win it. Okay, you know what? Yeah, Orton Orton Bliss at three, Roman Demon at two, and and Orton Fiend at, at one. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. I, I think that's solid, especially now that I remember the context of this was Bray Wyatt's last match in WWE. Sure yep. was, and, and it second- ended because fucking Alexa bled bl- black goo from her face. Yeah, that was fucking weird. There's no explanation for that. Yeah, they never brought it up ever again. So there we go. We got our we got our ten in order. So John, right. do you want to do you want to run through our whole thing and then end with our? Why don't you do it? Okay, I can do that. So this is our worst of 2021. Let's start with the most egregious misuse of talent. The winner is The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. The runners-up, Karrion Cross and Bearcat Lee. Worst show aesthetic is the throwback SmackDown. The runners-up, NXT 2.0, Color Splash Edition, and NXT TakeOver, In Your House. The worst special entrance and or debut is the dude from Fozzie plays an instrumental version of Judas that sounds like trash from All Out. The runners-up, Rhea Ripley is a tonally screamed at, to, screamed to the ring by Ash Costello from WrestleMania Night 2. 
and the inspiration are awkwardly lip-synced to the ring by Wish Murray Canellas from Impact Bound for Glory. God, what a fucking entrance that was. <laughs> Holy shit. Right? I gotta watch it again now. <laughs> Fuck. Worst new slash temporary gimmick is Alexa Bliss as Rule 63 Papa Shango. The runner's up. The role of Conor McGregor will now be played by Becky Lynch and Joe Gacy. The QVC for Wrestling Award for the worst <laughs> merch goes to Tessa Blanchard's nuclear shirt. The runners up are the Finn Balor OGBC for Everyone Prinks Infinity Logo WWE slash NXT slash Worldwide shirt. And I think the, I had a seizure. And then the Swoggle <laughs> Show Me the Biddies shirt. I wish I had a seizure. <laughs> the worst show is Roads to the Top. The runners up are Raw and NXT 2.0. That's to the it, fucking top. It's my favorite tradition of Raw not winning worst show. It's a it's a good tradition. Because somehow, despite being the worst show on television, there's always something that like defies your expectations of my expectations were low, but Jesus fucking Christ. I'm glad that for the last two years it's been something barely even wrestling because we came to the Big Show show last year. Fucking dicks. God, that show was fucking awful. (laughs) Fucking dicks. The, uh, the worst spot is the time bomb detonates after Moxley Omega from AEW Revolution. The runners up are Nia Jax is hypnotized from Hell in a Cell. And Alexa Bliss hits the world's worst sister Abigail, followed by the typically terrible looking Twisted Bliss from Hell in a Cell. Still really happy with the way I worded that one. <laughs> the dot bullshit moment for, for biggest bummer of 2021 is the state of the WWE Network on Peacock. The runners up. Joey Ryan books a show for women's charity, in quotes, and Sonya Deville, who was almost murdered by a home invader, is asked how she would handle Seth Rollins' dumb home invasion angle from the October 6th episode of The Bump. The slimiest business decision in the middle of a global pandemic is is WWE fires more than 80 people in a single year. The runners-up are WWE gets rid of downside guarantees for new contracts and the WWE Network on Peacock. The worst non-apology for abhorrent behavior is CWA is contractually obligated to book Marty Skrull. The runners-up are the Velveteen Dream is sorry those those kids he groomed thought he was grooming them. And Ric Flair blames his sexual misconduct on his alcohol issues. Now for a word for our sponsor, Perkadan. The worst new trend is WWE going all in on AR graphics. The runners up are AEW blowing finishes for big matches and pot shots about the ratings from WWE and AEW like it's goddamn 1997. The worst promo is Mac- Max Caster raps about Simone Biles, Duke Lacrosse, why COVID tests are fake, and claims his 19-year-old co-worker has a smelly vagina. From AEW Dark. A the cool runners thing that they definitely were smart to, you know, have be in that episode. 
Yep, the runners-up are Guy with the American Flag, Neck Tattoo, Loves America, Hates People Who Don't Love America. Also, his baby is mixed race. From the May 12th episode of Dynamite. And that stupid Becky Lynch-Charlotte belt swapping thing from the October 22nd episode of SmackDown. Worst new name is Dewdrop. The runners-up are Braun Breaker and Nikki A.S.H. Worst feud slash storyline is Roman Reigns as WWE Universal Champion. The runners-up are the Nightmare Family versus the Nightmare Factory. And who stole Vince McMahon's egg? The Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman presents worst non-in-ring performer is QT Marshall. The runners-up, Lily and Corey Graves. This man is a criminal. The worst person is Drake Wirtz. The runners-up, Hannibal and Izzy's parents. More like Drake Worst, am I right? The worst tag team slash stable of the year is the Nightmare Factory, composed of QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, Nick Camarado, and Anthony Agogo. The runners-up, Super Brutality of Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H., and the Hardy Family Office, which is Matt Hardy, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, The Butcher, The Blade, The Bunny, Angelico, and Jack Evans. The worst women's division wrestler of the year is Nia Jax, with the runners-up Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch. The worst men's division wrestler of the year Thank is... you for your service, Nia. The worst men's division wrestler of the year is Evil. The runners-up, Odyssey Jones and Roman Reigns. The worst event is WWE Survivor Series. The runners-up are WWE SummerSlam and WWE Queen's Crown Tournament. And our top 10 matches of... Or top bottom... Or I guess bottom 10 matches of the year. These are the worst matches. The worst matches of 2021. In order. Number 10. From NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 2, it's Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned match. At number 9, from Survivor Series, it's Team Raw, composed of Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina, versus Team SmackDown of Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and Tony Storm. At number 8, from WrestleMania 37 Night 2, Big E versus Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum fight for the Intercontinental Championship. At number 7, from the June 18th episode of Dynamite, Jake Hager versus Wardlow in an MMA-style match. At number 6, from SummerSlam, Bianca Belair versus not Sasha Banks, not Carmella, but Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. At number 5, from WrestleMania Backlash, Damian Priest versus The Miz versus Zombies in a Lumberjack match. Number four from New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Grand Slam Night 2, Shigo Takagi versus Evil for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. At number three from Fastlane, Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. At number two from Extreme Rules, it's Roman Reigns versus the Demon Finn Balor in an Extreme Rules match for the WWE Universal Championship. 
and the number one worst match of 2021 from WrestleMania 37 Night 2, Randy Orton versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt. How many years has Bray Wyatt been the worst match? A lot of them. Uh, he was number five last year uh-huh. with, with the Wyatt Swamp fight. In 2019, he was number one. Uh, in 2018, wasn't even in the, uh, he wasn't even in the top 10. Give me one more. Give me 2017. He wasn't even the most egregious, but he used to talent that year. Uh, he was number six in, uh, he was number six in 2017 and number 10. Word. Uh, number ten was the. Yep, I was the was the ultimate was the ultimate thrill ride, and number six was House of Horrors. All right, I think that's far enough back. So thanks everyone for tuning in for our worst of twenty twenty one. I hope you guys had a fun time. This was almost five hours. Holy shit. He was connected to one of the worst matches in 2016 because of The Rock versus Eric Rowan. Oh, right! That... I know why you put it on there. That shouldn't count. Still counts. Anyway, <coughs> uh, you can find more of our stuff over at ProWrestling.Cool and at Patreon.Cool if you want to give us money and also see the list that we worked down from. He was also most egregious misuse to talent in 2015. That's fair. You can follow me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. Don't find John. He's he he does not want to be found on the internet. Oscar, you, you already can... know where I am. ProWrestling.cool. It's true. And Oscar, you can find on any place where you can make an account over at Osaga the Great. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Byte. Thank you for plugging my Byte. I got you, man. Hope everyone's having a good start to their 2022, and I guess John and I just recently did our WWE Day 1 podcast, so whatever the February pay-per-view is, I guess we'll see you then. I'll come back now, you hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.